Hey, welcome to the new meta episode 101. 101. Flawless as ever. <laughs> yep. Smooth as butter. We got a special guest this week. Yeah, yeah. Udijo is joining us. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate yeah, it, man. Especially yeah, sure. since it's 4 a.m. your time. We appreciate 4 that. 4 a.m. <laughs> I know. He's just like, you know what? I'm not even going to sleep. I'm going to stay up for these guys. <laughs> I, I just finished my own like 11 hour stream and uh, now we're here. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so if he crashes Super in the fresh. middle of the stream, he's okay. He's just sleepy. It's all right. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, welcome. Welcome to the new meta. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, we were planning this to have you come on after the PTR. Um, but yeah. since uh, the PTR got delayed, unfortunately, it's before, so we don't get to see the final result of that first round of PTR, but we can get into it. Um, yeah, yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. It's also, you know, it was like, I was feeding it in fingers, you know, I want to play the Dune Hunter, but... <laughs> I know. I know. They've been so good. But uh, you want to hit the polls for last yeah, week? So we always ask week? a poll, a weekly poll. And last week we asked the following. Let me turn that off. Season 21's theme. Love it or hate it? So let me just stick this out to you first. We do, Joe. What do you think about the season 21 theme? Um, I don't really know how to say it without, you know, actually seeing it in action. Like it really remind, reminds uh, like probably everyone about season 19 uh, where, uh, you know, we had like the angels killing a boss and meteor shower destroying five packs. And I assume it's not going to be like that. It's going to be probably a little bit tuned down. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Like it, it sounds a bit like there's only going to be like an effect every two minutes, which sounds a bit boring and you can't really influence it very much. Yeah. So it could be that you just like spend a lot of time actually playing around this effect and making a pull for two minutes, and then you go boom and uh, do like you know like a, a whole map in, in one go or something. Mm -hmm. But I, I assume it's probably going to be less than that. So we'll see. It might be just like a little bonus that goes on for a little while, and that's it. So, do you know, think there would be like a way to predict, or do you think it'd be complete RNG? Uh, like which one you uh, get? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you get like a little icon, and it, it tells you what's coming next. Maybe. Maybe. So it, maybe it cycles through. I don't know. It could yeah, be was, like a I COE of killstreaks. Cycle, it's all of them. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it be, could be that. And yeah. if it cycles yeah. through them, I think it's going to be even worse because then you're hoping to get the groups stacked up before you get the one that's the most open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to be like on, on this two-minute timer. And yeah. You know, if you don't get the, the right pull in this two, first two minutes, you just leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so more it, fishiness, yeah. which is great. Yeah. I, I, I hope it's all of them at the same time, but I don't know, mm. man. We'll, we'll see. That could be crazy strong. Yeah. All right. So what are you going to vote on that fluff? Love it or hate it? I mean, I didn't really like the kill streak season. So yeah. this seems like more of that. So I'm going to say hate it. What about you, Pete? I, I agree. What do you think won? <laughs> well, I, I think I would really like the season theme, actually. Like, season 19 was super fun for me. Right. And uh, I think season 21 was also going to be super fun because of this theme as well. We'll see. At least it changes the gameplay a bit. And this is what I really like about season themes. Because mm -hmm. like season 20 theme, it changed the builds a little bit. But in the end, it's kind of the same. You just a little bit stronger or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, with season 19 and season 21, probably... I guess, yeah, actually, like, play differently. So this is what I enjoy, like, new strategies and so on. So what was your favorite seasonal theme of all? Uh, I mean, there haven't really been that many that really right. did a lot. So I guess it would be season 19 in that case. Okay. So, yeah. Right on. 
Well, I'm going to say hate it. Um, and that seems to be the popular-ish vote, but it's pretty split. 58% yeah, say hate it. 42% say love it. Polls have been super split. They really have. We haven't had any landslides in the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> that's interesting. And then the poll for next week is a good one. Will PTR actually hit this week or will it get delayed another week? <laughs> option one, of course. Well, option two, then. no way. <laughs> oh, that, that would be a disaster, I think. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really unfortunate that they got delayed at all. Not only because, I mean, obviously, we all really want to play PTR, but the further it gets delayed, the closer the PUE League and the Diablo League are going to line up yet again. That's so yes. frustrating. That's actually, yeah. That's actually an issue. Yeah. I'd yeah. also be able to play both mm-hmm. and, um, you know, kind of decide which one I want to focus more on. But actually, both at the same day is terrible. So I hope they, they will change that. And I mean, it should probably be changed. But yeah, with more delay, it's more likely. So that's the issue. Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. But last week we went over the patch notes. Actually, you know mm-hmm. what? Let's get in let's get into you first, Wu Dijo. Let's let's get to know Wu Dijo. So first of all, what got you in to Diablo? Um, what got me into Diablo? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a long like Diablo 2, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago when I was in uh in I don't know, fifth grade or so. <laughs> I don't know, I was playing with my friend. You feel old right now, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <Right enough>. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I played Diablo 2 a bit, but uh, this was like mostly offline, or actually entirely offline, like, and uh, mostly with my friends and on LAN parties and a little bit single player. I had like one clear of hell difficulty of an assassin. I fought Baal for three hours, like the whole afternoon until he died. <laughs> So that was like my first experience of Diablo. And then in Diablo 3, I don't know, it just came out and it was like a game that I was really excited for because of my history of Diablo, I guess. But also just in general Blizzard games because I was playing a lot of WoW. So Another yeah, WoW player? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I played WoW since Vanilla, essentially, and with breaks, and I also skipped like an expansion or two. But yeah, I've, I've played it here and there everywhere. So. Do you have any interest in the Shadowlands or...? You can over yeah, the Lens. Okay. Lens looks good. So I'm I'm excited to, to play it a bit and we see where it goes. I really like Mythic Plus these days. So the five man content is pretty good. And yeah, I agree. Uh, I like I like doing that with my friends and my brother is also playing on expansion release and so on. So it's also some some nice time that you can share. So that actually got you into Diablo. What made you decide to start streaming Diablo? Um, that was actually also my brother who, who pushed me. <laughs> that, was, that was during the, um, the first patch of RS 2.0. And uh, I was playing my Torment 6 solo Demon Hunter stuff. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I have no clue about anything. I had no clue about community, about builds, about nothing. I, just, I was just blasting Torment 6 rifts. And uh, that was really good at the time. Like, there was almost no one who could actually clear Torment 6 solo. And uh, he, was, he was like, no, nah, this is pretty nice. So go ahead and, and try it. Yeah, this, this is how I started. <laughs> I was like streaming random runs until like season one started. And then I, I had like my, my first like big success, I guess, with my tier 45 rank one. And uh, this is <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, those days were crazy. Right? Yeah, the power creep. Before lightning. Yes, this is where I read all like essentially, you know, got like a big boost and kind of like started the whole thing that 
has been going on for the last, I don't know, six years now. So what was the so, skill yeah. that got you rank one with 45? Yeah, that was, that was ball lightning. Ball was, lightning, uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was a, it was a new build that, that was, uh, like, it, it was a, like, the, the normal build was cluster arrow and multi-shot. It was like this auto-firing sentries. And this was ball lightning. It was also auto sentries of marauders. Mm. But um, it relied on being permanently invulnerable in with smoke screen, which also got nerfed later on because of that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> it was like yeah. a new build, and this is also why, why it got so much attention. Not just the highest tier, but also the new build, and it was the strongest build in the end. And uh, yeah. Nice. It came from there. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty awesome. So what keeps you playing <laughs> Diablo 3 to this day? Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a variety of factors, I'd say. So it's like my friends... Like that I made in Diablo over time and that keep coming back. It's the new builds that I want to try. It's the new patches and so on. So and also of course the stream. I mean I like streaming. It's really enjoyable. And uh I can I can also earn a bit from this, so it helps, I guess. And uh yeah, it's just a you know the combination of everything it kinda of makes it like a nice experience. And uh, if there's like nothing new, I I don't really enjoy Diablo very much. Like, there are also seasons where I didn't really play much. I played like 30 hours. 20 hours of 50 hours or so. So just like 20 hours and rank got rank one that season. <laughs> no, but you know, like the first weekend and that's it. So, you know, something like that. You know? Yeah. Like not nah. every season is like, you know, like a 300 hours, you know, blast for like two months or something. So, yeah. so if, it, if, the, if the season is good, I like playing it a lot. And if it's not good, then I don't, I don't really do it that much. So. Right. So, so what are your fallback? What's your, What's your go-to when you start to burn out on Diablo a little bit? Do you have a like a second second favorite, or is it just a lot of things? Um, well, I guess it would be PoE. So like the the last two years or so, like I started PoE rather late in like patch three point nine, which is like no, not three point nine. I don't know three point six. I don't know it's a while ago, like two two years or something. Mm -hmm. And um, this is like something I played for quite a bit. Then uh, like some other random games. Like wow, here and there. I played WoW Classic the last few months, but I stopped now. And um, yeah, I don't know, maybe Hearthstone, but it's also like you know, like a year ago when I really played it the last time, really. So, yeah, yeah, some random stuff like this essentially, and some small games maybe. So, what was your favorite league? Favorite league in mm -hmm. PUE? Mm -hmm. Oh. Um, that was probably Synthesis, I'd say. I really Me like too. Synthesis. I think we're the only two guys that like Synthesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Synthesis was really awesome. And, yeah. uh, I liked you know, building the paths and so on. It was really buggy and kind of like uh, frustrating here and there, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of good things as well. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, so what are your thoughts on kind of the current state of, of Diablo 3 and what would you like to see happen over just like the, the last of its lifespan? Um, yeah, I mean, the current state of the game is uh, right now is actually going in a good direction, I'd say, for we know what it is right now. So we know that, you know, Diablo 4 is coming. There's not much happening on Diablo 3 and so on. But especially in the last few seasons, I think that Blizzard was doing a pretty good job on, you know, what, what they could do with the game. Obviously, everyone kind of wants more and, you know, more balance. And, you know, you could, you could do so many more things, essentially, if you wanted. Um, but uh, just, just uh, actually making interesting seasons, even though it's not all perfect, is actually, um, yeah, that's actually happening right now. That's pretty good. If they keep going with this, we have like, interesting season themes, some tweaks, some numbers, and make, you know, kind of making builds viable. 
you could uh, keep Diablo 3 interesting for a while, I think, until Diablo 4 comes out. So that'd be nice. So I think right now they're doing a good job. I agree. Yeah. Well, yep. I do too. I think that they they had two choices. They could either sat on the game and did nothing with it until yeah. Diablo 4, which I think we started to see that with, uh, was it season 12? That was extended for 12, 13, 14, yep. 15, whatever. Yes. And uh, or, or or they could take a risk, and it was like a year of, of really no update at all. Or they could take a risk, and I think some of the risks backfired exactly. a little bit, but at least they tried. I'm happy they tried, and I hope they continue to. Also, but yeah, the, the thing is, like, if if the meta stays the same, like even after one season, the the players will drop out, like you know, big mm -hmm. time. You just need to change the meta. You just change something about the game. You know, some it's, small tweaks. Yeah, number two will already make yeah. people come back. Mm -hmm. So if everything stays the same, people are even if the meta is you know even everyone's playing the most awesome builds and it's the funnest stuff ever, you know after two or three seasons it's gonna become stale and no one wants it anymore. It's just right. how it is. So as long as they you know just tweak some numbers, you know nerf something into the ground, I don't care. They don't bust some other stuff, do super crazy levels. That's just how it goes in Diablo. But um, it, you know as long as things are changing, it's fine. So where do you think Diablo went wrong? Where do you think D three went wrong? And it's development. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's like a love and a hate story, I guess. Right? Sure. So you know, there's a lot of things that are really good about the game, and a lot of things that are terrible. I guess the balancing is like one of the big issues. Also, like kind of like the lack of kind of like new endgame activities. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like just you have the rifts and you have to create the rifts, and then you know, these days you're not even farming ubers anymore, which is kind of like you know this this uh, seasonal ritual that I used to do as a demon hunter. Yeah. You know, like this, <laughs> 10 hour uber session and then craft a thousand amulets <laughs> i really loved that you know it was kind of you know it was a grind but it was it was something to do in the season right something different than the, the same old stuff and then you know it's kind of like it's usually like a chill stream and uh i could like interact more because it's not going, much going on but at the end you're happy to do the crafting session that everyone's been waiting for so yeah i don't know it's, it's also fell, fell out of the game now so yeah, they need like, a little bit more I would actually like to see Ubers, you know, come back in some way, you know, like with an update to Hellfires, an update to the fights themselves, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That could be so, like another idea for a future season, I guess. But that's but. the problem with like Diablo. Is like you can't just like scale the Ubers to do like more damage because they don't have they have like unavoidable mechanics. Like that just feels like really bad. Right. So you just have like those. RGs. I mean, it could, it could do it. Like for example, in season nineteen, we had. Um, the Diablo spawn at 1,000 kills, right? And this mm -hmm. was like the super crazy, you know, he one-shot you and so on. And he was like also really resistant. Like you couldn't just kill him. Like even stricken was not working. I think if they do something like this for the Ubers, you know, actually make him like tough fights, but not like super invincible, then that could be interesting, you know, to actually bring back some kind of like other activity. Sure. But they yeah. could spread some of the new loot in those guys too. I feel like, or even some of the legendary gems, like example, like Legacy of Dreams gym came out. What? <laughs> yeah, maybe tie, so actually, tie, yeah. tie it to an Uber, you know, or something. I, I don't, I don't know how fun that would be if I think about like every season. Like, okay, now I have to go kill Ubers until I get X Y Z item. That could potentially not be fun, but uh, it would give you a reason to do it at least because I haven't done Uber in seasons, you know. <laughs> so. Exactly, like same. So yeah. it's just like completely dead now because of uh, like flavor and squirts and whatever we have. So yeah. no mm -hmm. one is using health eyes. Yep. It's like yep. simply no reason. I've, yeah, yeah. Since Necro come out, you know, I haven't had to do it once. So <laughs> it's garbage <laughs> on the Necro. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, speaking of, you know, Diablo 3 in, in its current form, we got the patch notes, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and in that, you know, we were talking about it last week. I'm obviously, you know, pretty knowledgeable when it comes to Necromancer, but to really gauge what this means for the DH, like we both, me and P have both played it a lot, but not like, and I don't know it inside and out like I would the Necro. Yeah. So we really wanted to have you on. I mean, we wanted to have you on to give us feedback on what you thought so far, but of course that didn't happen. So going in and, yeah. and just looking at the new set, like what, what are your initial thoughts? Um, I really like the design of the set. So mm -hmm. we have to see how exactly the two-piece works and so the wording is a little bit unclear and yeah, you know, you have to see the mechanics essentially. Yeah. But uh, overall, I think the, the, the design of the set is pretty good and it allows for a lot of variety. And it allows for, you know, like different setups for, uh, you know, like T16, for speed farming solo, for speed farming groups, for pushing. So I can imagine there are different setups with like, even like different generators and so on for all of these. And it would always feel pretty good to play in all of these scenarios, the way I imagine it at least. You know, like I have like the T16 build where you just literally strafe around and everything dies around you and like whirlwind. So I think that's going to be quite fun to play. And uh, then as, as you go higher in, in the difficulties and the tiers, I'm you loving your it. feedback. Fluff's hating it because <laughs> I think it sounded awesome too. And Fluff hated it because it plays like Ruin. So yeah, I'm I, just think it's, I just think it's strange to have like another, like, why not just go play Barb if you want to play Whirlwind? Don't backpedal now, Fluff. I'm not backpedaling. Well, I, I, I think it's going to be better than Whirlwinds. Maybe not for the, the, the tiers that you can reach in solo push, but overall, like the, the you know, viability and so mm. on, I think it's going to be pretty strong. Just, How do you envision the, uh, the 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 primary is getting shot out of the strafe. Do you imagine it like going everywhere crazy the whole time, or do you think it's going to be like one a second directed towards your mouse cursor? Like I'm nervous because um, uh, I, I one have a second. Uh, this would be like a, a moving wizard, I guess. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I hope you don't get the, the um, edge digital treatment. So uh, I think it's just going to be like every projectile. Like, like strafe has like multiple projectiles. Mm -hmm. And all of those like towards like some enemies that are around you essentially. Mm, so yeah. if there's no enemies, it goes like in all directions. If there's enemies, it goes towards those. So, so you think it'll track? Um, yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. So okay. it should. I, I assume it's going to be the same behavior. It's just going to be you know like this is going to be a bowler, or it's going to be a grenade, or yeah. whatever. You know? So how did you read how? the two piece of this? Does that make any sense? Yeah, the to two you? piece. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so the, the way I imagine a two-piece will work is that it probably starts at two seconds and the duration stacks up to 10 seconds. So you do like, you know, five stacks. And then after that, it kind of refreshes at 10 seconds every time. And yeah, um, this is like how a, I think it's going to work. So, yeah. Like, like a tag up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I imagine yeah, it too. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to keep refreshing it and at least once every 10 seconds, which you have to do anyway because of the four-piece burners. So... And then, and then you can probably like stack it up. So I think you're going to have like this moment of stacking up the momentum where you're not strafing, but you're attacking. And then you do the strafe to unleash everything, you know, like the big mm -hmm. damage. Yeah. So I think that's how it's going to work. So. I, was, I, I was nervous that this set's going to end up being strafe to keep the, the damage bonus up and then stand still in primary to kill things. I was hoping they exactly the other way around. So you, you get more stacks from strafing and then you shoot the strong primaries. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think it will be exactly the other way around. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Um, yes. Yeah, the word yeah, the thing is not as so fair weird. as I would hope it would be. 
Uh, you know, I, that's why I was... On two-piece, on two it says in the first line, actually, gain a momentum stack when attacking with primary skill. Mm -hmm. And I believe that this will only happen when you manually use it. Mm. So yeah. It mm. would make sense for like this kind of like play style. You know, like you have like this, you know, like the more primaries you cast, the stronger your strength will be. And then you can do like this big nuke on convention and then you reset the cycle essentially. Yeah. And every then, 10, you know, uh, yeah. Every 10 seconds or so you throw a primary in to keep your stacks is kind of how I looked at it. You think it, they think that one, one's not going to keep the 10 stacks up? I think, each I think stack the stacks are dropping. Yeah, I think, I think it has it on timer. Mm. So it says also each momentum stacks last two seconds. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it seems weird, but I, yeah. I think you know, the duration is going to stack up to 10. And then you have kind of like the, the, the last 10 seconds of generator casts are your stacks, you know, kind of like that. So, this is how I think it's going to work. The way so I read it, it 10 seconds. Yeah. The way I read it is it's like you go into the GR, you shoot one primary, and then you just spin for like the rest of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, would, that would be terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. Please no. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think that's gonna happen. I mean, I, hope I, I read it. Uh, was it wasn't there an old barb set that you would whirlwind and then you had to keep uh, rending or something where you'd stop whirlwind to keep yeah the old up. waste you'd have the, to stop the old, yeah. old the old waste one and I kind of read it like that where it's like you're gonna you're gonna strafe you're gonna get your ten stacks with your primary and then you're gonna strafe and then every before the ten seconds drops you have to stop cast your primary which then would reset the entire 10 seconds and then you'd strafe again for 10 seconds and then shoot strafe shoot strafe shoot but um yeah. i, I want to see this set so much there's so many questions I know. Like, how does this how does this work yeah, exactly. like, you know? like we don't know but i imagine like at least this would make the most sense to me so you have like this stacking time and then you have to nuke time you know for mm -hmm. a few seconds and then that would be an interesting play style sure so my well, yeah, i think it's gonna be I, go think, I think it's gonna be super fun like if it works anything like that i think it's gonna be amazing mm -hmm. so for, mm -hmm. for every scenario <laughs> so my main question for you it. as a, like a dh expert is is there any scenario that you would want to wear just the six-piece gears or would you just like immediately your brand goes to natalia gears that's what i was going to say to you are we going to have hybrid again no this is not going to be a hybrid setup really there's no chance for that no <laughs> Like 10,000% is uh, close enough to Natalia, and Natalia is 14,000. And uh, you have to give up so much stuff to make N6 uh, God 4. And um, like he, he, there's no focus and restrain then. He, there's not even uh, convention. Like there's no way that Natalia hybrid is going to work with this. Okay. At least not for uh, like uh, a, a good setup. <laughs> you can do it if you want, but uh, I'm not going to approve. <laughs> so <laughs> good luck. <laughs> what, do, what do you think about any of these item changes? Because uh, I, I didn't really try to mix it in, but do you think any of these item changes made a difference for Natalia's as well? That Natalia's will be any... Is it change that whatsoever? Or is Natalia's um, still going to be pretty low on the list? Yeah, Natalia's is not going to get anything on. Like All of these item changes are generator changes, which work with the new set. There's actually but, some potential for Unheard Essence, but not for Natalia's. Like yeah. Essence has a really big generator bonus multiplier, and uh, yeah, Natalia's doesn't get anything from fetch, so kind of pointless. Yeah. But what you can do is an Natalia Gold Four hybrid setup with spike traps, so hell trap. This is mm. what I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> because if the like this is my um, it, it, my dream essentially, I guess with the four piece bonus has a proc coefficient, you can proc a lot of spike traps, hell trapper. 
and uh, I want to try it out. So okay. <laughs> it's kind of like meme set up. It's not going to be good, but yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about the grenade sets? <laughs> the grenade sets? What do you mean? Yeah, like like grenade just being the thing. Rapid fire. Oh, yeah. Rapid I, fire I grenade. Like, I uh, I don't like rapid fire very much. I don't like grenades in general. So I'm like the hell. I, I don't either. Made. I was just hoping if that you had the same opinion. <laughs> so. Yeah, Hellcat race guard is so annoying. So um, <laughs> okay. for every grenade, like, you. you need it for every grenade build, and it's it's fucking annoying. So yeah, <laughs> yeah like the grenades go everywhere, and it just punishes you for you know even playing the badness because the grenades bounce into the wall and disappear. It's just terrible design as yeah. well. So. Yeah. Good. If you okay. could control it a bit more, if the if the grenades would bounce back from the wall or whatever, then maybe it would not be that terrible. But maybe they, they could just like, reduce the bounce range. That would be better already. But I didn't. I don't, I, I don't dislike rapid fire, but I hate rapid fire with grenades. I think it's it's horrible. So I uh, I'm, I'm just curious if you felt the same. If you're like, oh, if you were gonna be like, oh, I love that build, you know? And I was like, oh no. I, I played once when it came out in season seventeen. The rapid mm-hmm. fire. And I was like, okay, it's a new build. I'm, I'm going to try it. But I was already not convinced when I started. And uh, I know, like, I played a bit, got, got a nice rank, and then I, I quit and never touched it again. It's like, yeah. goodbye, rapid fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think uh, there'll be any motivation to run multiple generators or just like one's going to be the best? Um, yeah, it is. Uh, like, if this Odyssey's end stays as it is, it's a really big damage buff. And that could be used for party, for like speed farming. Uh, so there's potential to combine uh, the, the Odyssey's end with untangling shots and especially hanging arrow, because hanging arrow has only one item. So you can actually wear the bow and the quiver, and uh, that, then you have everything you need, essentially. So this is, um, I think, it could also work with bowlers, actually, with the cube. So you can go double bow with the Leonine bow, Odyssey's end, and then the, the, the bowler quiver. So that would also work. So I've, I think we're going to see some setups like this. Yeah. Do you think there's any place for like a support DH coming up to the ranks? Um, yeah, that's very hard to say. So uh, like for any triple support setup, there's going to be DH now. Like there's no question about the first slot. DH is mm-hmm. going to bring so much damage. The question is just, can you beat the monk consistently with the DH? Or can you replace the monk? And... Um, that's hard to do. So that, that kind of depends on the form and meta, essentially. So you know how squishy or how tanky is the, the tra- tra- trash clear foreman. And if the trash clear is super tanky, you can bring a lot more damage from the demon hunter. But uh, yeah, the, the damage reduction that the monk gives is a lot, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard to replace. True. It, re- it really depends on the meta. I, I believe there are possibilities to include support age in a lot of startups. Um, just because the Odyssey's end buff it just really pushes it, you know, like to kind of like a really strong spot. But mm-hmm. you have to make the other party members survive somehow. And uh, the barb. You don't think you could replace the barb? Nah, replacing barb is never going to happen, especially not with the savage set. So the pull is too important. Barb is the number one support. And uh, like that, that used to be monk in the past, and now it's barb. So there's no way to. Like in two men, people used to push like monk plus DPS. Or mm-hmm. something, but now it's Barb plus DPS, and it will stay that way. Barb just brings almost the same damage reduction as the monk, I think, and also the pulling and so on. So there's no right. way. Yeah. So any predictions on what the holy point shot will do for the DH? Holy point shot. Yeah, holy point shot is going to be um, a nice upgrade to uh, impale, mm-hmm. kind of like bringing it 
close to the top and demon hunter solo and then also with the nerf to crusader and the buff to holy point shot i think i should put at least three rift guiding killers in like a very close range of each other the frenzy the chris and uh that'd be dope that'd be so, really do you, do you think uh impale has enough survivability with the damage increase i i know that like the elite of the elite demon hunters find a way to stay alive i don't know how you guys can do it so much but on your above average players do you think they can st still stay alive at those high high levels now you're talking about solo group here yeah. uh solo yeah solo yeah, yeah i mean you, you can make shadows quite tanky can you so typically people yeah you place like wolf with boar companion and uh i don't know it's like all good sets and i don't know exactly what people are using at all like the various stages but there are a lot of ways to to make it quite tanky and then as you have more paragons and more experience you can um you can slowly yeah. replace you know piece by piece yeah yeah and uh take a little more damage in so, i mean for me shadows yeah, always felt crazy tanky but maybe because i play a necro yeah. <laughs> it, it is rather tanky when you yeah. have this, this tanky setup, so you can't make it tanky, and you can play it as at low paragon as well. So yeah, I haven't works. played it in a long time, but I just you know I see the damage increase, and I'm thinking, okay, if they can jump up, let's just say they jump up 10 GRs from that damage. I don't know, can they survive those 10 GRs too? You know, with with yeah, I mean, like the like hundred percent damage increase that would mean like around four and a half GRs, so like between mm -hmm. four and five actually. Four and five and, jump, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this is, you know, it gives like a nice boost, but it's not crazy for the damage from the monsters. Monster mm -hmm. damage is 2.3% per tier. And uh, like this is like, this means like 10%, maybe 12% more damage or so. It's not super crazy. Yeah, so they're, they're already, oh man, we had numbers pulled up a while back, Fluff. I think Impale was like 128-ish. Mm -hmm. And so if you added five GRs onto that, so to say, you're still not going to, what did they, what they said they wanted to balance that, um, 135 i think right so it still seems think, like yeah 135 for 5 k paragon though i think so this is like the yeah. balance you think it's a balance i mean <laughs> they have to nerf almost everything if they want to reach that goal i guess so yeah that, that's kind of how i'm looking at it too it feels like everything's yeah. above that or a lot of things yeah, are above exactly. that. yeah a lot of things are above that but, but maybe they say okay we want like this paragon 5k with like not super crazy gameplay and not super crazy fishing and then you know, have like this, these guys that go a few tiers higher because of you know playing better and fishing more and so on. Yeah. So uh, maybe this would be you know like you still see those 140 clears and they're happy with that anyway. So yeah. the highest yeah. NA yeah. right now is a 123 at 3.5k, mm -hmm. and the highest. Yeah, but overall, this seems yeah. this seems too low. So it, it's not the meta build. So mm -hmm. people are not really trying too hard with impair. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. This is usually like the starter build that a lot of people push, especially on the low end. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like high end people push rapid fire. And this season, a little bit of multi shot. I push multi shot, for example. I did a 130. That was pretty cool. I wouldn't want but, it to uh, overshine the new set, too. So, like, it's okay if it. I, I think the buff's awesome if it can potentially make it RGK for four man. Because then if you play Demon Hunter, you can say, yeah, I got RGK. I can jump in with you guys. You know, yeah, and, exactly. And this is a good part about it. You know, like it might not even be the best RGK, but it's going to be close. Most likely it's going to be very close. You know, it, you know, let's say, let's say they have like a three minute boss kill on uh, Demon Hunter and like a 240 on the Crusader. You know, yeah. it's going to be close enough to just let to people bring them go, in. okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah? Just get yeah. what you can get, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I think that's really cool. And I hope Necro's in that place too, where it's like yeah. you can say, hey, I need RGK, and they can, oh, I got a Necro, or I got Demon Hunter, I got a Crusader, whatever. All right, cool. Yeah. Jump in. You know? Yeah, but personally, I think that I don't really enjoy Impel very much. So I think the, the solo pushing is quite boring. And I also think the Rift Guardian Killer is quite boring on Shadows.
because you, you hold up one button as a Rift Guardian killer and that's it. So <laughs> Crusader is more engaging. You have this rotation, especially with the hammers, it's quite fun. Yeah. But even with ours, you know, you, you have to go like cycle around and so on. But uh, on the Imperial, you literally do one click and that's it. It's kind of sad. I hope that it would, you know, maybe change something about that. But I can also understand that they want to keep like one simple set that you can play if you want. So mm-hmm. why not? I'm the same yeah, way. I think- like I always say, like the left click builds, like the one click builds, man, they just, they put me right to sleep. So I never really loved Impale. I think Impale yeah. is like the best starter set for a new brand new player. Yeah, totally. It's tanky yeah, exactly. and it's easy to play. Um, and then, you know. So yeah, I think exactly. it definitely you have a new friendly, you know, it's, it's very mm-hmm. straightforward or so can't really go wrong with shadows. So then, then if they buff it a bit more, you know, kind of like to like the, the more top levels of Demon Hunter, I guess why not? You know, it's, it's fine. Like such a buff is definitely fine. Yeah. Do you think that the gears like N6 gears four will make Natalia somewhat more like the original play style of Natalia like possible again? Mm, I mean, it's still not gonna like the original playstyle of Natalia was Rain of Vengeance, and that's still not gonna do damage. Mm. So yeah. you would just use Rain of Vengeance as an activator for your pure damage, and that's it. So, so what was, I think it's, it's more like you're kind of like deceiving yourself if you want to do such a setup yeah. because uh, Rain of Vengeance is not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. So season twenty two is gonna be the Natalia rework. I'm calling it. Like, I don't want to rework. I like the way Natalia plays. I, just, I know. I mean, just fix. I mean, yeah. just like yeah. I, I actually do I too. Do. Like you strafe around and drop Rain of Vengeance. Like I, I want to see that be a thing. Yeah, I would exactly. want to see it be a trash clearer in four man metas. Like how cool would That'd that be? be? Yeah, group up a big yeah, pack. Like, you're strafing in the center. Yeah. Season three, season four, Natalia was that was like one of the most fun times. Yes, yeah. we agree oh, on so like, many there, things. There, there, there yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, it's a crashing rain belt. It's, you know, it's so weak these yeah. days. But if they just add like a zero to crashing rain or something, zero maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah, just add a zero like straight up, uh, it would be amazing. You know, you see this big burst every time you press Rain of Vengeance, you know, it would be amazing. Yeah. So, and, and this is exactly what we need. And so, Rain of Vengeance is like some of the coolest looking runes, I think, in Diablo 3. Like the, the ice yeah. one, like where the gargoyles come down, like that shit looks dope. There's so many cool things yes. in Diablo. I bet myself I haven't seen and a ton of the viewers haven't seen. It's like, just go throw on random runes and cast things and you're like, oh, that's really yeah. cool. Didn't even that <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? So what was your favorite DH build of all time? Mm. Oh. Not <laughs> um, to say on there's been like this, you know, this season where this build was the meta and this season and so on. So I liked most of the season where I played Demon Hunter and played a new build, but I think the, the favorite of all time is probably Phantom Knives. So, mm. okay. at least at least for RS, I guess in, in Vanilla it was Spike Traps. Yeah. So end of Vanilla, Spike Traps was insanely strong, and um, that was that was really fun to play. Well, I don't think like, I played Spike Traps. I don't think I, don't think I even how saw did that, that. How did that play? <laughs> how did that play? What was the play style? On that? Okay, so the play style was um, it was like an MP10 farming build. So I played it mostly solo. And uh-huh. uh, there was a rune on Spycraft called Echoing Blast that uh, later got reworked. But essentially, Spycraft triggered automatically when uh, enemies walk over them. Uh-huh. And uh, Echoing Blast would um, explode three times in a row, like once every second or so, once every half second. So you put down a bunch of Spycrafts and you build the monsters in, or you just you know made the pool and then dropped it in the middle. And um, then you know it's, it's like, see like you know five explosions every second from all your Spycrafts, like you know going boom. 
and uh, and like after a few seconds, uh, you you can just do the same again. You know, just go like over and yeah. over these explosions, and that just felt amazing to play. It was like very small AOE, lots of damage, and mm. you could you could blast elites like this and so on. It was it was really amazing. And and, and solo, solo grouping sounds like it could be difficult or, or RNG based on on the the rift you got. You know, well, I guess there wasn't any rifts in vanilla. You were probably just yeah, there, there was no rifts. Like, you were just farming like feast of misery or something. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's it's a small AOE, but you know, like if you make such a similar playstyle again, I would I would love that. So um, I don't think this would be very RNG heavy or something. So you know, cool. just put the spike drives on 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 the pool, and because it was you know such uh, targeted high DPS, you know, in a small area. It was. It felt really amazing, you know, like all these builds that have like this big burst, you know, like Bazooka or whatever. I haven't played Bazooka, yeah. but I imagine it's amazing to actually play the wizard in, in Bazooka, uh, yeah, because was, you feel was, you feel the impact, you know. Explosions, and yeah, it was exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's like, yeah, other builds like this, like Witch Doctor now. Witch Doctor yeah. is also amazing because you feel the impact. You know, you yeah. wait and you set it up, and then boom, you know. Yeah. And uh, all of these builds are, you know, quite rewarding. I feel so. If you just shoot, 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 or something, you know, like it's it's typically not that interesting. But if you can set it up to do a big burst, then typically this is really cool. So when you saw the new set, is it what you ex- did, what, what skill did you kind of expect the new set to be as a longtime DH? Um, I expected it to be uh, elemental arrow or strafe. So one of the two was, uh, I think, the most likely candidates. We already have a lot of um, elemental support, uh, elemental error support for like Marauders and Arnold Essence and so on. But I felt like they, like, never, no one is really seriously playing this. So um, I felt like they were going to do like a, a set for that. Um, it, and they actually made it strafe. So I guess yeah, it was like one of the two. So yeah. Is I that what like you wanted? Uh, I wanted, I wanted Spike Traps. <laughs> yeah. That's what <laughs> I thought. Too. That skill. Yeah, so um, I actually made uh, I made like two videos actually about my my own Demon Hunter set ideas. Um, one was before season twenty, and one was um, like recently, a few weeks ago. And uh, I kind of like talked about my own ideas. And uh, one of the like actually like this strafe setup is very close to one of the ideas from my old video, which was also like a strafe generator shooting generator kind of version. It was a little bit different, but uh, in the end, it, the design is very similar. So I'm actually surprised. That's good. But um, also amazed, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I think I think it's it's a great set. So the way they they maybe they got inspiration from it, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I, either way, I think... the same thing with me is like the new necro stuff is. I mean, I I suggested bone spear. I I thought every I think everyone thought it was gonna be revived, but I was like, I think it should be bone spear because. Like bone spear shouldn't even be on pestilence. It's it's just there. It doesn't do anything. Yes. So yeah. I was super yeah, surprised. Yeah, I think also like the, the necro set is, is well designed as well. Like I think both sets are going to be very fun to play. Yeah. And uh, also like um, when I was thinking about what necro could get, I also thought okay, it's Musaki revive or some kind of attack build. You know that doesn't rely on cooldowns and this kind of stuff because this would be like one of the big you know that the one of the big things that turns people off. You know, it's a cooldown. From yeah, the cool down, you know, the land of the dead every time, the same stuff, you know, <laughs> and make it, it made it tanky for a yeah. chance, and it's tanky, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's Which insane. Is, so, it's always the DHs, though. I've I found that like historically, I've, I feel like, well, what class did you play before Necro? 
And they're like, well, DH, like every DH hates stacking cooldown. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need 37%. Yeah. And uh, you know, that, this is the limit. <laughs> so we don't go above that. <laughs> right. And that comes like 65, let's go. <laughs> right. Like, uh, stack all cooldown. <laughs> like as much 70, whatever you can get. Hell yeah, dude. Let me get it. All of it. Um, so you talked about what you would have done. You you said you would have suggested something more along the lines of spike trap. Uh, is for the necro? Would you have said bone spear? Or what did you What did you think that that? I mean, I, obviously we all thought it was going to be revived, but were there anything you were hoping for yeah, there? Like, well, I wasn't really hoping for much because I'm you know I was like okay, a new necro set is coming out. I'm probably going to try it and so on. But I was mainly interested in the demon hunter. Sure. So I was I was just going to play whatever they come up with on Necro because I don't really have that much in, like experience with Necro. So I played a few builds. That's it. So um, then mostly when it came out, so I was ex- experimenting with all the stuff before the stats came and so on. So just at the beginning of Necro, mostly I played, and I was like, okay, let's just see what they cook up. And uh, I, I, I I like the design of the set. So it's like a kind of like an attack build, and uh, you know probably like. It probably plays rather similar to Multishot, I assume, and I'm going to enjoy that. I'm excited to try it. So, to me, it like, seems like one of the problems with DH has been like the mixing of the sets. Like, being able to mix Natalia and Marauder, I think, has been like a pretty bad thing for the, the DH. What are your thoughts on like mixing sets for the DH? Do you think it's been like okay overall? or, or... I mean, I don't think it's really a problem. So it might it might limit the design space for uh, you know like the new set and so on, but uh, you know with the with the way they design it now, it's not really hard to go around this limitation, I guess. So just you know you move around some of the effects on your on your sets, whatever they they, they make, and then it's fine. So I don't think it's really a problem. And six M four is not really an insanely strong build right now. Mm-hmm. It was in the past. It was the meta for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the setup in general because it's like no convention and endless walk and you have to stand still a lot and so on. So it's kind of annoying. Switching but, levels horrible too, yeah. Yeah, but overall, it's like another build and it's rather balanced with all the other builds on the age. So, I mean, why not, you know? Mm-hmm. Just let people play it. Sure. <laughs> so it's it's just there and it, it doesn't really, you know, it's not a top build. So as long as it's not a top build, I guess everything is fine. Yeah. If it's close to the top, it's good. So going forward with the DH, we get this new set and say this goes over great and it's a ton of fun to play. In the future updates, is there anything else you'd like to see happen? Obviously, maybe an Italia update, but what is there anything else you'd like to I see mean, for they, the they DH? Could do a lot of stuff. Sure. So uh, you know, just balancing out a bit more. Uh, so you have like you know Marauders back on the top again somewhere, and then you know like multi shot could get a nice boost, maybe with like another armor slot item because there's actually nothing for multi shot. So you know, there are some options. And um, yeah, like they're definitely just balancing out. It's like demons are really used to having good balance on their uh, on their, their solo builds. So at least for like a few seasons, like after the final knife seasons, we had like season nine, ten, eleven, and so on. There were like you know four or five demon under builds, all really close. And uh, we have to get back to that spot, I guess. So you can kind of like decide, okay, this season I want to play demon hunter, but yeah, last season I pushed impale, so this this time I'm gonna go with marauder. Mm-hmm. You know, so. This is mostly what we need, I think. The sets, the builds, and so on are overly, uh, overall pretty good and pretty well designed and fun. Just the way they, they play most of the builds, I'd say. Like, you know, everyone enjoys something else. But 
um, yeah, we need more balance now. Right now, it was like rapid fire meta, and it's like the worst case scenario. Rapid fire, right click, <laughs> AFK, um, <laughs> wait until everything is dead two minutes later, or six minutes in the case of some shitty bosses. Um, yeah, this is it's not good. You know, this is not what we should encourage as like the top meta build. You know, yeah. And this, you can see that the competition has dropped on Demanta. No one is pushing Demanta as a result mm. because of rapid fire. Before that, you know, there was always competition. Like, Demanter was not in the meta, but there was always competition on the on Demanter. But rapid fire and it was, just went all down. Yeah, I remember me and P were both of the same opinions. Like when we saw rapid fire was getting buffed, we're like, okay, that's pretty cool. But then, like as soon as we saw it was going to be grenades, it was like, oh, it's oh, the worst room to pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so bad. exactly. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's fine if this is like the meta for like one season and mm-hmm. so on. But you know what? It has to go. You know, and now it's <laughs> probably gone. So I'm happy. So. Yeah. I played it for one night and I was like, nope, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm, I'm play any other class. Like I, I just, this is garbage, man. I just didn't like it. What, let me ask how you feel. So, uh, wizard got the new Hydra set in this season mm-hmm. and it's not the top set. It's not super OP. It's not better than the previous sets they have. How do you feel about that? Like if demon hunter set comes out and it's not, the best solo set it's not the best meta set like is it is it a waste is that okay how do you I mean, feel like yeah i mean the, the thing is like for, for me personally i don't really care if it's, a, it's a, if it's absolutely the best as low as enough or something you know like if it's like two years behind uh rapid fire then you know fine so uh the thing is it's just like for like the overall impact in the community it has to be the best when it comes out so that everyone plays it and you know it's like a new the new shit you know like this is amazing everyone wow and um this is this is why it has to be the best and then they can you know kind of like slowly balance it to lower tiers or so mm-hmm. so this would be the best way to do it i think even though you know you already see it coming that's gonna you know outshine everything else but making something op for one season or like not to really op but you know stronger than the rest at least yeah. is gonna um encourage a lot of people to try it and see that you know oh, this is maybe a really fun play style so even if it's nerfed in the future um they might come back for this build you know or fall in love with the class because of this build or whatever you know so, yeah and i agree I think it's good that they make new stuff really good and sad that hydra is so weak besides the lod hydra and um yeah we'll see if some some tweaks i guess but yeah just I agree with that. Like, like Spirit Barrage coming out of the gate so strong. The Crusader uh, set coming out of the gate so strong. Like, they're, they're nerfing Crusader two seasons in a row because it was so yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> it's still going to be the best set. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay to me, though, because a lot of people experienced it because they'd look at it and like, man, that's that looks fun. That looks awesome. And they just keep yeah, nerfing. Exactly. And I think those people that play Crusader are probably enjoying Crusader as well right now because just the, the way that, you know, you can make those torment setups on Crusader with Fist of the Heavens and then you have to Rift Guardian roll, which is quite, quite cool. So Nobody argues that it doesn't deserve a nerf. I don't think there's any mm. Crusader player that's like, no, nah, it's Plenty. fine. Well, you got to think about like, and this is something I wanted to ask you, Dijo, is like, yeah, like the top percentage of players are still crushing it with Crusader. Top percentage of players are absolutely annihilating with the Witch Doctor. But like, you know, 90% plus of your player base is just like, okay, this feels really good. This is really strong. How is there any way that they could nerf it without screwing over the casuals? Is really is what it feels like at the end of the day. I mean, if you if you wanna I mean if the thing is that uh the nerf is gonna affect everyone 
almost the same way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like the, the, the Crusader nerf with the Sheet of Fury, actually, um, like it's going to make the class, but for example, for something like solo GR speed farm, it's actually going to be a bit more bearable because now we don't have to stack 20 times on the shield, you just stack 10 times and you're already at full potential. Or like when you do like some kind of like, let's say 120 speed runs where Crusader can actually you know, do significant damage on elites um, as, as not the main DPS, but you know, it's kind of like the Rift Guardian killer. Um, you, you reach your maximum potential uh, quicker, quicker, and um, I think that's going to make the build more fun to play, actually, because of the nerf. Mm-hmm. So because you can feel the damage kicking in earlier, kind of like the maximum damage that where, where you start nuking. So before you just, you know, stack, 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 like, you know, 20 seconds or whatever, 10 seconds. And now this, this time is shortened, you know, it's like squished where you can start nuking. And um, it's not just a nerf, but it's also exchanging the gameplay slightly, especially for speedruns. And that's mm-hmm. actually beneficial to casuals, I'd say. So, True. But yeah, otherwise, it's hard to say, like, uh, how can I make it so that um, it affects the casuals not so much? That they, they would have to lower the skill ceiling. Yeah. Of, like, Witch Doctor has insanely high skill ceiling right now, um, especially in solo, I'd say. And on top of that, it has insane fishing potential as well. So mm-hmm. the, the thing is just that the way that the Witch Doctor works of the scaling of you know, more targets, more damage, um, it's, it's just out of control, essentially. So when you get the nice rift and you can play around those big pulls, um, yeah, they'd have to, they have to cut back on the scaling, essentially. Yeah. I always always think about so, that, like, obviously it needs a nerf. It's insanely powerful right now. But I just always think of that one guy that, like, he logs in, like, five, five hours a week. And he's, like, he did GR80 this season for the first time on the Moon Dunugu set. And then next season, he's, like, I'm going to do that again. And he's just, like, he's nerfed, like, five levels. And he's, like, why am I less? I wasn't doing that much. So I always just think of that guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's true. Like, these, this, you know, really, really low-end players... They're gonna get nerfed and they're gonna feel bad about it, maybe mm. or maybe not. Maybe they're not caring because they just run whatever GR feels good and they don't care what number it is. True. So you know, it's like these different kinds of people, I guess. And I, I think, think a lot of people just see what's OP too. They're like, "What's the top build? I'm gonna make that." Yeah. And then yeah, they exactly. just make that. Yeah. Yeah. For which like, the answer is still the same. So you still play the same build. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> yeah. just a bit weird. Man. You know, okay, yeah. okay. I mean, the nerf for which like is insane. Like especially for four men, I guess we're looking at like an eighty percent nerf. But, uh, you know, it's still the best. It's still one of the top four-man builds, probably. So yeah. <laughs> that's just how good Witch Doctor is. It always yeah, blows yeah. my mind how, like, well-performing, like, the tier list videos are. Because it's always, like, like 99% of you guys are not going to put this together and, like, actually push a high-end riff with it. Like, just play what's fun. Just play what's fun. You know, always, like, yeah. what's the best? <laughs> yeah, I have to play I, I the agree. best. <laughs> exactly. Witch Doctor metas this season have been a blast, though. Like, playing the Witch Doctor in, the, in metas has been the most fun meta for me that I've played. And it's because of what you said earlier. When that bomb goes off and you just see an entire screen of mobs get deleted, it's satisfying as hell. You're like, ooh, that was juicy. Exactly. You know? That's really the amazing part about Witch Doctor, especially Foreman. Solo pushing, I don't like it very much, I have to say. Yeah, I, push- I'm, I agree with you, yeah. Yeah, solo Witch Doctor is really annoying. So yeah. I, I actually pushed the most keys out of all classes this season on Witch Doctor. <laughs> And it was just the, the one class where I never finished my, my tier that I wanted to, to do. So I actually deleted my character in the end after one class <laughs> I tried to do because I just couldn't do it anymore. I didn't want to. So I was just like, okay, that's it. You know, you have to cut it somewhere. Right. I, yeah. you know, I, I could still do like another clear, you know, like I was pushing like 144 and then I was doing 143, going a bit lower, trying to, you know, appease the RNG gods a little bit. But um, 
it, it didn't work. And then it was then even went down to 142. And in the end, I just deleted it, you know? So <laughs> I, I, I felt the same. Yeah, the metas were it, fun. It's so annoying so. to fish with Witch Doctor. How do you feel about fishing in general? Like as as it's part of Diablo, like we have accepted that. All of us have accepted that. But how do you feel about it? If you could remove some of the fishing, would you? Or do, do you like it? Is that part of it? Um, yeah, I would, I would definitely like to remove some of the fishing and I also like to make it maybe easier to fish. So with like, this is like a big request, but we really need this, like a restart button where you can just like go in and out of the rift really fast. Mm -hmm. yeah. Back to the menu every time. You know, the fishing wouldn't be bad, like farming keys and so on. You know, that's 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 kind of like the price you pay. You know, if you want to push it 1,000 keys, you have to do your 10 hours of torments or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So this is the price you pay. And this is fine. The problem is that you sit in the menu for like, you know, 15 minutes straight sometimes trying to get a GR. Yeah. And if you could cut, cut that down to like maybe half a minute or one minute at max, you know, where you can open like a GR every two seconds instead of every 20 seconds, um, that would be amazing already. So... Yeah, and then yeah. of course like, they could balance out some monster types. They could balance out some maps and maybe nerf conduits and stuff like this. What would you think about yeah, bringing uh, keys back and like having the first, at least the first floor, be predetermined, like in PUE, where you know like the map you're gonna run? But like, um, what if you knew you're gonna get yeah, like? Sounds, this sounds like a, yeah. I've, I've thought about similar ideas where you can kind of like farm and kind of like maybe enchant keys or like a stack of keys or whatever. But we don't even have keys as an item anymore. Right. And, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know so I, I would really like to see something like this where you can kind of invest some time into you know boosting the rng for your key but uh yeah yeah i don't know it's, it's not coming anyway so right. i don't, I don't really know <laughs> yeah i it just seems like there's so few good maps and it's mm -hmm. like you're just fishing the map and then you're fishing the mob type and then you're fishing the pylons and then it's like okay you know then you got to have the skill I mean, to do it, which is part of it too. But it's like it's, I mean, uh, yeah. These days, if you wanna if you wanna push for like you know top ten ranks, I'd say, especially like, you know if your character is not super over levels and paragons and so on, then you just have to accept that you know every map you play is gonna be festering woods or battlefields, and that's it. You know, those two maps mm -hmm. and all the maps you play, and then you know they need to have like one of the I don't know ten percent uh, top ten percent monster types, or maybe top twenty percent. And uh, then you then you play it, you know, and it's like you know one in fifty keys or one in hundred keys, and that's it. So yeah, this is just how it goes. But you know, I, I wouldn't mind that as long as we can restart the rift faster. So yeah, so that's really the big issue, I think. And it would be rather easy to implement. We already have a restart button in Challenge Rifts. I think that should be possible somehow in the Great Rifts as well. So yeah, just maybe go talk to the guy outside, and he uh, yeah, exactly. Talk to, to Auric or whatever, and then he yeah. closes it. You and there's like a pop up of you know, and you press accept or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. the actually closes like if you start a GR and you leave the game and someone else has joined while you were inside, the rift actually closes. So, you know, like <laughs> the technology is there, there. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just join back to the same game if you want and close uh, open a new one. So, I always yeah. feel like there should be some kind of I don't know, like reward system for like sticking with the rift, even if you know it's not like not a good comp. I don't know if there's any way they could do that, but I was like, yeah, let's, yeah, just, let's just play this out. And it never works out, but <laughs> yeah, this is what is also, okay. You hated season 19, right? Mm -hmm. But this is, this is why I loved season 19 because season 19 actually made it so that you were always on the edge of your seat, especially as a, as a viewer. I, I had a really good viewership on my pushes in season 19 
because it was always exciting until the last moment. You know, you could always, you know, somehow get this crazy chain reaction of, you know, like uh, the 150 into the chest at 200 into the fire nova. And then you're sitting at 386, you make a pull, and then you do the meteor shower, spawn the balls, the angels arrive. And you could do all of that in like the last minute of the, of the run, you know, <laughs> you get the thing at 50% progression and somehow, suddenly, you know, everything explodes and you clear it. True. This is essentially what happened in my 150 in, in season 19. So, <laughs> you know, it, this was amazing because you could play through so many bad maps and still, you know, stay on time for those procs because you could kill elites. And, you know, like it didn't really matter. You know, you tried to get a good rift, of course. But in season 19, I played through so many terrible rifts. And I played until like 10 minutes in, until 12 minutes in and so on. Even though I was like, you know, six minutes behind on the timer. Because there was still a chance. And this is kind of like what's missing in, in, in the current version of the game, where you don't have a chance. You know, you know you need to stay you know, on time. And then you get the conduit somewhere. And then you have three minutes. And so it might be enough to kill the boss. So it's kind of like always the same. And as long as you don't get the, the progression, you know, fast enough, you just leave. But in season 19, you played almost every rift, essentially. And that was really amazing. So, um, True. yeah, that was, that was kind of the reward of it. You know, you could get this crazy chain reactions and you could set it up, you know, to, to where you actually clear the rift. And in, even in a hopeless case, you know, it would be hopeless these days. So and That's what makes me analyze this seasonal theme a little bit and scrutinize it i guess even because if they don't make it powerful enough to affect the the, the rift clears then it doesn't matter then it's kind of a moot yeah. point like why have it and if it's powerful enough to affect the clears then we got season 19 all over again now it's going to be like group 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 okay two minute timer is about to go off get in there boom <laughs> you know all right group 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 two minutes later timer yeah. goes off boom you know so, um, I mean, it could, be, it could be like tuned down a bit. For example, um, this is 19. We had uh, 50 stacks. Like, so quite early in the chain reaction, we had this, uh, this rain of corpse pieces or whatever it was, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that did, you know, some damage and usually killed all the trash or almost killed the trash. So, for example, like Tusk Bogans survived it by a little bit and so on. Mm-hmm. And it did, like, you know, like maybe 40% HP on a pack. So, I think it's going to be somewhere in that category, you know, where... It's uh, important and you have to play around a bit, but it's not going to be like, you know, it's going to one shot everything. So yeah. um, I assume it's going to be more like that. So where it, it kind of helps you out, but it's not like completely game defining. So yeah. you'll see. It's, it's probably not going to kill a boss either. So I assume um, they don't like that we kill bosses easily. <laughs> yeah. So, not. Okay. So I, the, I ul- the ultimate question Poof, tomorrow you're put in charge of Diablo. You got. One thing to delete and one thing to add. What do you do? Bye bye, Necro. I don't like Necro very much, but it wouldn't be that bad. Um, <laughs> one thing to delete, that's really hard. Um, one thing to add, I mean, both is really hard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've been focusing on a lot of like sets and, you know, making new play sizes and so on. But I think what we really need is some other like kind of like end game activity or so where it's not just okay farm push or you know farm and then farm xp and so on so we need to make something like that you know maybe boss fights we have the ubers that we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. so um if if it could add something like that i think that would be cool where i have like you know some other like other progression path you know they have bounties you have rifts you have grs for speeds you have pushing 
and then you have like this other thing that would be maybe the boss fights or maybe some kind of like um another like more like set dungeons where you have to do like a certain challenge uh or you have like traps like the labyrinth and poe or you know something like that so that would be amazing but uh i don't know what the reward would be but yeah this could be something to add i guess sure um and then to remove huh, <laughs> i guess i mean there, there's a few things that i really hate mm-hmm it's hard to just remove it you know for example i hate that uh, rift guardians have so much hp and they take so much time and they mm-hmm. need to stricken and so on so I, I would like to remove the dependency on stricken you know yeah. kind of like that for example mm-hmm. so that would be one thing um but i'm not sure if this is good enough so All right. I, I gotta i gotta a b or I, i'll help you with this a little bit you have to pick between removing the spear throwers or juggernaut you're gonna pick <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta pick one like uh, I, would, I would say juggernaut yeah juggernaut? <laughs> right you. choice I yeah mean, i mean they, they both suck but so i mean worse. okay and people are talking about you know sets with the problem with, uh, with multipliers and so on yeah but this is you know this is not nothing that's realistic i think you know right. like the complete rebalancing of everything like they should never have gotten the numbers so big in the go- in the first place you know but now we're there, and if they ever want to rebalance this, it would need an expansion, and that's not coming. Right. So I don't think they can mm-hmm. just do a patch, and you know people are going to be unhappy. I think you know if you, if you do like an expansion, it's going to be tons of new awesome stuff. Then you can justify you know nerfing everything into the ground, kind of like you know the ten thousand percent damage buff becomes one hundred percent or whatever mm-hmm. you know. Um, but this is this is unrealistic to do it these days. I'd say. Can you imagine a world where we go back to like forty fives? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I mean, I think that would be amazing. You know, just nerf everything. You know, go back three years. You know, just set it, uh, set up the time machine. I don't mind. You know, the thing sure. is that uh, when everything is like, closer together, it doesn't really matter too much which build you're playing, and uh, it also doesn't really it ma- doesn't matter too much. You know, which item choice you do and which uh, you know skill. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to change stuff in your setup. It's much easier to to um, to adjust your setup when the gap is so much smaller yeah you know like if you have, if you have a set that gives you ten thousand percent damage this is mandatory you know there's no choice you have to do this and then you have you know like an item like uh you know yanks recurve or uh, you know blood tide blade or whatever you know you have to use this item if you want to use that skill you know there's no way around it but if if yanks recurve gives you you know let's say 10 percent resource cost reduction and 20 percent bonus to multi-shots and then 15% bonus attack speed to multi-shot. And Bloodshot Blade gives you like, I don't know, uh, 10, uh, 5% bonus damage to Death Nova uh, for each enemy. You know, you know, then you would have a choice you know, between this or maybe a Furnace or you know, maybe Echoing Fury even or whatever. You know? But uh, this choice doesn't exist. And uh, this is kind of like the big issue, I guess. Yeah. So. Creep is a thing that happens in every game, though. Like, I don't. There's no universal solution. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't think of a single game that. But the, the, the creep problem is that you know this this has creeped into mandatory range. You know, mm-hmm. the build is this, and uh, this is kind of like you know the, the rest is not creeping with it. You know, like some stuff right. creeps up, but the rest is just staying far behind and never gets touched again. So the creep itself, you know, the numbers, uh, that's all okay. You know, some people like big numbers. I don't care. But uh, it's much easier to to make setups and make you know interesting balancing choices and and so on when stuff is closer together. So nice. Yep, um, yep. 
Sorry, I just had toxic chat uh, yeah, lighten up be, for I a second there. Yeah, that, <laughs> it went to be long there, but yeah. yeah. So, um, so moving on to some other subjects, you know, I appreciate your DH insight because we just didn't have it last week. Um, but looking at the future of Diablo, right? So, you know, I'm sure you've heard about all the rumors of this Diablo 2 resurrected. I was curious your perspective. If, if you're in the like, oh, we need to be like a purist camp or like we got to change up Diablo 2 to make it relevant, where, where do you kind of lie? Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't think that Diablo 2, when they just release it as it was with better graphics, I don't think it's going to attract a lot of people. So there's obviously this hardcore Diablo 2 player base, you know, they, they still play today. And, you know, like a, a remaster will obviously bring a lot of hype and a lot of people that's going to try it maybe for the first time even. But uh, overall, it's a very outdated game and um, a lot of mechanics, you know, like the end game, you know, it's like re very repetitive and a lot of like quality of life features need to be added to make this a uh, pleasurable experience. So um, I, I, I don't know, like they, they have to add, you know, like more storage, for example, more, more, more stage space and, you know, like sw uh, swap items between your characters. Not just, you know, in going into the multiplayer game and dropping it in the corner. You know, stuff like this is really annoying. And, uh, yeah. yeah this, this is like the, the absolute must-have, I think, for such a rework. But um, yeah, otherwise, yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of people that will enjoy the other two, I think, if they remaster it. I think it's quite likely that the rumors are true. Mm. And um, yeah, just with the timing and so on, it, it kind of fits well. And Blizzard likes remastering games right now. So I think we're going to see the other two next. So. But it's, it will have some changes. It's not gonna gonna be like the WoW Classic where they really try very hard to make it, you know, the exact same. Yeah. And I just think of Mr. Llama every single time you talk about it. anyone talks about change, it's like Mr. I do Llama too. would freak yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I do changed. Too. But it's not like there's a group of people, you know, yeah. that I'm just like these guys are gonna lose their mind and go yeah. crazy on us if we even say change it. But if it's the same game, I'm not. I'm, I'll play it. Sure, probably I'll play through the campaign once, maybe, yeah. and that's it. But if they yeah. take some liberties, then it could be fun, man. They could make it. But I think Fluff had a great suggestion. He was saying to have two different modes: have Diablo two remastered, and then have like the resurrected portion be like the okay, we changed some things. Check this out. But yeah. your original intact version is still right here. Have fun with that. I mean, you know. that could work as well, I guess. So yeah, maybe, you know, if, if they want to add like, more kind of like end game, maybe they add something like rifts or whatever, you know, so they just don't farm like the same boss over and over. Um, yeah, why not? You know, <laughs> that sounds pretty cool, actually. I guess it would um, in, like increase the longevity of such a remaster as well and to make people play it more. Yeah. And then fast forward, um, Diablo 4. Um, what has kind of been your overall feel based on what we've seen so far? Um, our, our feeling is really good, actually. So I, I really dislike the item system right now, at least the, the stats and so on. But uh, I think that's going to be like, you know, like fleshed out a little bit in the future. It's like an early version, you know, whatever. So um, I like that they have these mythic items. I think they're really cool. This can, can be amazing, especially because it's going to make items you know, really unique with like certain, you know, multiple affixes and so on. Uh, that sounds fun. The overall graphics sound ni uh, seem nice. The atmosphere seems cool. So um, overall, I like the game as you know, like the whole cosmos of you know being part of the the Diablo world and so on. So I think that's going to be pretty amazing. 
Um, I'm just really worried about the, the end game, like itemization and also the skill trees. They look a little boring. So this, they, they look worse than the other two skill trees and they are already rather boring. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I hope they're going to change something there. You know, it's like you go straight down and you have like one choice on the left and one choice on the right. And one is like the AOE choice, one is the single target choice. Okay. And then you have like this other choice. One is the offensive, one is the defensive. It's rather uh, way too simplistic, I'd say. And, what did you um, think from the itemization 1.0 to the 2.0? Did you like the ancestral demonic angelic at all, or was it still not really hitting for you? Um, yeah, they, they kind of might, wanted to make it so that um, you, like, you know, it's a kind of like an extra power that activates when you have this amount of uh, angelic power or whatever. So you get like an extra boost. But essentially, it's the same as um, stat requirements because you need to, to hit the requirement to make this item worth because you know, it's going to take up some of the item budget. And uh, if you want to have a good item or a good build, then you need to hit all the requirements. So in the end, it's the same. So I don't really mind that. I think it's going to be interesting to see you know, what, what kind of like, directions to take it. But then again, it's also like a rather bland system. You know, yeah. like, Angelic power gives you like, some damage and this other one gives you some, some more proc chances or so. And that's about it. So one is like utility, one is offense, and one is defense or so. Um, I mean, okay, it's like another way to customize, I guess. But in the end, it seems like you're just going to stack one of them and that's it. So um, yeah, there needs, to, there needs to be a little bit more interaction, I guess. You know? Did you get hit with any kind of uh, Diablo 3.5 feel when you fought, saw Diablo 4 for the first time? Or was that just me and P? No, <laughs> not really. So, okay. I think it's because you you had to play it though. Yeah, you had to like you know like sit down and and feel. Oh, yeah, it. I mean you, you actually played it fluffy, right? Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I heard that um, the gameplay feels rather similar. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, your generator spender and, and four big cooldown. I think this actually shows us that you're on the right track of the gameplay. So um, you know everyone everyone likes Diablo. Because of how smooth the gameplay is, you know, how the combat feels and so on. Like the flow of combat is probably the best in ARPG genre in Diablo 3. And uh, if Diablo 4 feels like Diablo 3, then this is a good sign and not a bad sign. Have and, you um, ever played Last Dark? I knew this was coming. I was, <laughs> I was waiting. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't. Okay. I was going to try it at some point, I guess, when the release comes, uh, the worldwide release or whatever, then maybe. But otherwise, no. Okay. Because what, why do you mention it? <laughs> I think it's game. Yeah, yeah, I think that it's, Lost it's, Ark has just in it's a whole nother level of combat. Like I, I would have yeah. agreed with you before I played yeah. Lost Ark. I would have too. It's game changing. Once you play Lost Ark, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't think this was a thing. This is a thing. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, you should try De- Devil Hunter in Lost Ark because that that's you written all over it. <laughs> okay i'm gonna remember and, and it's not saying that that d3 is bad right it's, yeah that's not it. that's not what it's just say. saying that like lost ark just did it in a way where the combat feels like you know it, it's a english translation for me because i i don't speak russian or korean so the story's broken and this and that but just the <laughs> combat itself is so much fun right. so i agree okay yeah, it sounds amazing then i'm quite excited to, to try i haven't had a chance to, to try it yet yeah, it's so, a hassle. Yep. You get a VPN and all that. Yeah, juice, so exactly. So I'm probably just gonna wait until it actually comes. Uh, it might not. The, uh, it might yeah, not if it ever comes, right? Unfortunately, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Um. But that's interesting. So you know, 
some some caution. I think we all have a lot of like reservations about the LL4. So mm-hmm. I think that's good. Yeah, I, mean, I, I also have cautions. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be like spectacular release anyway, probably. And then we'll see how it continues after that. So right. The, the thing is, they need to make endgame systems that can compete with essentially like all of PoE. So I mm-hmm. think that's going to be you know, the main competitor. And PoE will have grown, you know, like another, you know, five, six patches, like even the big expansion. Of no. And it, there's going to be so much stuff, so much to compete with. And the yeah. fresh has to, has to, you know, kind of like come up with all of this at once. Or not most, but, you know, maybe like 30% of it. You know, have to bring at least like 30% of the content of PoE to, to be a competitor. Yeah. You know? totally. And, and that's, the, that's the thing. They're getting into that WoW territory. PoE is like, like everybody's like, oh, this is a WoW killer. This is a WoW killer. Nothing's killing WoW because WoW has endless content. Like Exactly. Like WoW, you start it and, you know, everyone has played it. Everyone is playing it, whatever. You know, it's always a game to come back to. You know, it's like yeah. something that everyone knows. And this is why it will always be, you know, like at the top, essentially, until, you know, it eventually actually dies. It's a super uphill. Exactly. At some point, you know, WoW will probably die, but uh, it's only because it gets gets abandoned or whatever, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's unlikely that it's just going to, you know, it's not going to get, you know, pushed away. That's what Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah, PoE is super smart by stacking their content season after season because when Diablo 4 does come out, PoE's going to have 50 different endgame modes and Diablo's going to have two yeah. or three. It was definitely know, the right play to just like rebrand PoE 2 and just take everything that they already have and just build on it. Yeah, it's kind of 100%. <laughs> we we kind of, so, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just want to say like when Diablo 4 comes, they have to be really fast with really big patches, you know? They have mm-hmm. to bring the same updates or even bigger updates in PoE. They have to kind of like catch up over time in the, in the amount of content. You know, as as long as you reach like a certain level, you know, like not everyone is playing through all the PoE content. You know, there's like tons of stuff that, you know, even the the most pro players have never touched in PoE because it's simply so much. So you don't need that much, but you need to get to, you know, kind of like the same order of magnitude at least, which is you know still hard to do. And uh, this is I don't I don't think they I don't think anybody can touch PoE's content. Mm -hmm. Like they release so much content. That I I'm just waiting for the Kotaku article about how they like they <laughs> they lock their employees in the building and don't let them go home or something because I don't I don't know man I don't know how they can it's wild because the studio is not even that big from what I understand it's not like it's 700 devs working there it's like you know 100 yeah. people or something I don't know it's probably so. like around 200 but now I don't know exactly but they're growing it's, yeah. it's not so. being that small anymore so it's uh, it's growing a lot. And that's, you can see that the leaks are getting bigger as well. So uh, they, they really release lots of stuff in a leak and it, it, it's getting more. So, um, yeah, yeah it's crazy. Like patch note day in D3 versus patch note day in PUE. It's like, wow. It's like a novel versus like a little <laughs> poem or something, a haiku. <laughs> yeah. We skipped over something though. We, uh, there was news today that the uh, BlizzCon 2020 yeah. is officially nixed. It's it's ripped. Um, um, and that kind of sucks. So like Fluff and I have gone to the last two BlizzCons and uh, I got to say, man, it was, it was one of the highlights of the year for me. It was a lot of fun. It was a blast hanging out with the community and meeting all the people. And um, it, it, it's disappointing, but it makes sense. Like this, this is something that I think Fluff and I even talked about is if we would go if they did have it this year, if, if with the Corona stuff being as crazy as it is, 
Um, so I'm not surprised they canceled it, but I am surprised that there's no virtual events planned. Yeah. In its place. Yeah. They said, said, don't yeah. They said, we'll be giving you something likely sometime early next year. And it's just like, to me, it's like, wait, weren't, weren't you going to show us stuff this year? Like, isn't it yeah. just like normally like something that happens every year? So why can't you just like do that? But we don't just go do virtual ticket. Right. Yeah, that, 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 sounds, that sounds really odd. I mean, this is, you know, like almost half a year until the regular BlizzCon. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not really hard to set up something up in, in that time frame, you know, like this five, over five months. Yeah. You can do like a virtual event. We like BlizzCon is already, you know, kind of like a media virtual. You know, like most people are watching it virtually anyway. You know, like there's mm-hmm. very few people that go there. So all you have to do is like make the panels, talk about stuff. Of course, you don't have to hype, you don't have to crowd and whatever, and not the cosplay competition. But you know everything else is fine. You know you can still do the tournaments, you can still do the showcases. So that yeah. seems really weird. They can yeah. still showcase. They could they could even produce vods for the games, like where they could. I mean, they could even this would give them a chance to even polish the content they put out better. Because instead of yeah. having a live on stage, you could have producers talking to a camera with, you know, scripted out and, right. and have make sure they get the point across the way they want it and the footage the way they want it and all that. Um, do you think they just don't have new stuff to show us? Like, there's no way. I mean, even an updated uh, like demo for Diablo 4 would be like hype enough for me yeah, to exactly. like. I mean, it's one year worth of development on like, you know, four or five different games, you know, so. Um, yeah. There's a lot of stuff to show up yeah. at BlizzCon, you know, even if it's not a big year, like there were no WoW expansion, you know, and, and, and no, I mean, we already know that the Diablo 4 is coming, so, you know, but yeah. uh, it's still, you know, everyone's looking forward to it, you know, so this is, this really surprised me. And uh, I am too. I don't, think I don't think they're really losing money making a virtual <laughs> yeah. uh, showcase, you know, like BlizzCon tickets are quite expensive like even you think they ones. might even make more money because the people that would have bought tickets and gone we're going to buy virtual too and then they don't have to rent out the arena for a billion dollars whatever that costs yeah and just put on these performances and the shows and and stuff so i expected when they pushed out that cdm build that like maybe like as part of virtual pass you're going to get like a d4 demo i've been like oh my god they're going to mm-hmm. sell so many tickets this year <laughs> yeah that would be insane. I'd buy a ticket but, probably regardless, but if they had a D4 demo, it would be hands down, like yeah. instant. Okay, done. You know. I mean, overall, I have to say this is really sad news that, I mean, yeah. this kind of was most likely going to be canceled, at least the, the physical part of this con, I guess. So I was actually, um, I was actually going um, to, to, to go to BlizzCon this year. So I was going to set up like a donation goal and, you know, see where I can get. And uh, I would really like, like to go to BlizzCon once at least. And yeah. uh, I was going for this year, and then you know, yeah, like obviously this would most likely be canceled, so I didn't even bother with right. trying to get a. Like, well, hopefully, and then if they do, let's say that they do one in February. Let's let's say the, they said early part of the year, so let's say March first quarter is going to be mean, early part of the year. It's not happening anyway, so you know, there's not going to be any events like this even in February. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not happening. And yes, uh, let's, let's just say they did it in March, right? So they're, they're going to have turn around and have a BlizzCon in November, like yeah, that's weird. a couple of months later, or does this just screw up the yeah. whole timeline now? Like, are we not going to have another physical BlizzCon until 2022? I, I don't see that happening, but I don't know. Uh, 2021, I think end of 2021 is realistic to have a BlizzCon again, probably. But mm. yeah, I think we're just going to skip this one essentially, and that's it. So it's kind yeah, of like, it, wait, it, what it, happened it, in 2018? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah. likes to forget 
and uh, <laughs> it's probably going to be the same. But the problem is, it's going to be you know there's, there was just one discount in between, so that's the sad part. Yeah, yeah. Just have, not having those panels and like getting the new juice for the year, like that's just yeah, uh, so depressing. It does, it does kind of suck. Yeah, I you know I was kind of looking forward to seeing what they were going to do with the D4 demo too. Like in a year's progress, like are we going to get a new zone to play in? We're going to get some more stuff and yeah and um it's you know maybe though you know maybe that maybe you're right fluff and they're going to give us a demo if you buy the pass you know maybe it could be it could, maybe they need more time to get that demo polished up you know what i mean maybe, maybe so. yeah <laughs> That'd be insane, um, that, that does kind of suck and then on top of that um on, on the blizzcon being canceled then we also had a forum post um, that said that PTR still doesn't have a deadline. Uh, a new date, yeah. Pez posted, or was it Pez that posted that? Let's see. Yep, yep. yep. Pez posted it. Um, we're in the, I'm looking for it. Now, typically, start with, oh, no, that's not it. Where'd you see that at? I lost it. I'm fine. Lost okay, so he said, no updates today, unfortunately. Still hammering on the build here on our end. Still tracking uh, for this week, but I don't have any additional timeline updates. Uh, I would propose a new date, but then I'd feel awfully terrible if things didn't hit that date. We'll be back and tomorrow for news. Yeah. It makes sense. I would hate to post it and not meet the deadline, too, because, you know, people freak out. Of course. Um, Especially in Diablo, yeah, I feel I mean, like. <laughs> you set a deadline that is, you know, very easy to reach, and then you surprise people positively <laughs> yeah. by yeah. going, you know, Surprise. Ahead of that. <laughs> we'll, we'll have it in uh, quarter by quarter three of 2020. That always bites <laughs> me in the ass because it's like, okay, well, let me plan my whole vacation schedule around this day. And they're like, we're going to read this day early. I'm like, cool, I'm out of the country. Jerks. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, for, timing. For me, it's, it's actually really bad timing now as well because um, like, I, I have like this week now where I have time. And then after next week, or starting with next week, I'm actually... I'm gonna have a lot, lot less time, so I can play like the first patch of the PTR and then you know a bit of the next patch, but a little bit sad. Yeah, but it's overall, the, it's the same for me. Yeah, next week I have no time. Um, yeah. I, I have to, you know, work's kicking back up, and I gotta start grinding again. So this week would have been awesome. Yeah, last yeah. week actually would have been good too. It's like would have been great because the Memorial Weekend. I'm still gonna do my testing and whatever, so mm -hmm. it's fine. Yeah. It's just like unfortunate, and I, if they need more time, then you, know, I can totally understand it. They realize that something went terribly wrong and, and they need like a few days of fixing or whatever that can happen. So, sure. um, you know, as long as, as we get like a more playable version in the end, then fine, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe there was like some crazy mechanic they overlooked or whatever. Well, the CMs yeah. in chat saying they had just had to remove all the things that I liked. So that extended the PT. Yeah, yeah. So we, we need, uh, if you know, if Blizzard. Toxic. Just make it a revive set. It's not too late to go revive. Bone Spear sucks. Like we don't want that. How dare you? Make it revive. How dare you? And make then, it uh, revive forms yeah. minion builds. Yeah, yeah. and take out all that tankiness. Needs to get removed completely. Like zero, <laughs> zero tankiness. And make it require then for the dead. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Land the dead. Yep. <laughs> smart. Smart. You guys got it. I'll just step got down. It. Nailed it. <laughs> um, uh, but I get it. You know, you were. I think. We're all in tech. I, I don't know what you do for a living, Woody Joe, but like, I mean, I've been part of this so many times where we have a release mm -hmm. date of like a Thursday and just like, you know, Linux box like doesn't support something anymore and it gets shot out. Like, so I totally get it. Like, and it sucks, but mm -hmm. I'm not crazy upset about it, obviously. 
being in that I'm, world. It's just a personal time thing for me. It's yeah. not any upsetness. It's yeah, just, totally. damn, this would have been a good time period to, to have it. Yeah, uh, I also that, so it's, yeah. it's just what I love, but uh, a little bit unfortunate, but yeah, it's what it is. So Yeah. I've, I've missed release windows and it feel it sucks when you miss a release window because everybody's like, well, what happened? And you're right. like, <laughs> all these things that don't make sense to you happen, but I'll explain them if you'd like, you know, here you go. Yeah. I bet it was that so, new CM. He probably fucked something up, you know, probably yeah. like, tripped on a like, wire no, we somewhere. Said, we didn't, <laughs> we said the week of the fourth something. I don't know. Yeah, like, totally, totally. Yeah, also, uh, please, uh, Mr. Pazrader, uh, in the future, use more, like, more clear time frames, you know, like, <laughs> because I get, like, fucking 100 questions a day about, wait, why is the PTR not started yet? <laughs> when is it going to start? <laughs> Are you playing PTR right now? That's what I get to. He plays it. Right. I mean, like, just this, this, this week of 24th, like, so people misunderstood that. And, uh, yeah, this was, that was, um, amazing yeah <laughs> it's wild to see like you know all all of us are expecting to play like all memorial weekend and then like to see all the diablo 3 streamers and like we're just all over the place in these random directories like playing other stuff because we're just like so bummed out i mean for me, for me this was going to happen anyway so i, I planned this anyway so it's fine for me yeah, let, let's touch on that how is uh how's minecraft dungeons guys Minecraft. Yeah, I, tr I tried it. It's just I, I stopped like two minutes before I started the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I played it actually today, and um, I don't know. It seems like a super casual kind of like okay, you play this for a few days and that's it. So um, I don't know. It's it's kind of fun to explore like a new game, but I don't think it's gonna really last. We'll see. Yeah. So you've got three gear slots get your weapon your ranged <laughs> weapon and your armor so already it's more complicated than diablo 4 kappa i'm kidding it's a joke <laughs> um, Listen, i want to know how to not get invited to blizzcon it's a joke <laughs> all right so and then like the items will have basically it reminds me of world of warcraft when they originally had like the artifact stuff where you'd like just randomly roll like the powers mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and then that's kind of happens like you you pick three enchants and then like you have three activatables basically in your inventory and those are your three skills uh it's so casual it's painful yeah um <laughs> it's, so. it's, i mean that's like a little bit of you know okay you can build your character in that direction or you can build your character in that direction i actually made a bow character and i was able to clear an entire map just using those arrows which are like a limited supply but uh, it it does work, so you know you can do some stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to, to find like the combos that work well together. Sure. But in the end, I feel like there's not really a lot of um, like challenge from what I've seen. I mean, stuff can kill you really fast and so on. But yeah, like you, you kind of like grind out some some nice pieces and that's it. So this is what it seems like. Yeah. For me, no I think it's I, a great like. Oh, Lindsay is not a gamer, but I'd be like, hey, if you're trying to get an ARPGs, like maybe try yeah, Minecraft like, Dungeon. It's kind of like a starter, yeah. Probably for for this kind of genre, younger. Because I feel like ARPGs tune more to an older audience in general. Like younger kids don't really get into ARPGs. They're in the BR scene and they're in all these other things. But um, yeah. a lot of young kids do like Minecraft and games like that. So maybe this can be a way to to kind of like, hey, this is kind of cool. Let's get them sucked into ARPGs and. Yeah, and eventually those guys will grow up to be Diablo 4 players. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. 
I mean, I, I can totally see that this Minecraft, you know, with this overlap of the the player base that comes from like, Minecraft is like you know like one of the biggest games on earth. Yeah. So uh, it will bring a lot of people. Like at least it will bring it to attention of those people that this genre exists and that there's you know actual games like that, and uh, not 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 just Minecraft. You know, and um, I think this is going to be a big boost for uh, for the genre in general if this performs well. So yeah. I mean, it's already pretty crazy to me. It's like, so I can go play right now and like, I wouldn't even be like top five rows on Twitch. Like there's so many people playing this game that like don't even touch ARPGs uh, historically. So yeah, I think yeah. it is good exposure for our genre. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and that, that is, that, that can just be great for like everyone involved. So I think it's good. Yeah. 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 It's not going to be a competitor for, you know, for anything because it's just, you know, way too casual. Right. But but I have been playing more Lost Ark. I tried out the new Lancer class. Beauty. That the combat in that game is just—it's so good, man. I can't—I can't say enough positive things. Everything else, really mediocre. I think they could pull the Guardian fights into Diablo Four, but combat, prime. Man. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Diablo Four is already down a road where it, it can't manipulate into that Poe style. But Lost Ark, it's yeah. it's so good. Yeah, Lost Ark is so good. If yeah. if Diablo Four would steal, if they would just make one class to steal their cooldown fighting, like I don't just know if it would fit. <laughs> Everyone would play that one class. It'd be like DH so added good. to. Wow, yeah, so good, man. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, what 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 uh, are you guys talking about? Lost Ark, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Lost. yeah, but I have no clue. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Why is it so amazing? It's great hosting, and we talk about a subject that the guest doesn't know anything about. Cool. cool, cool. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. You know, I guess that's kind of you want to hit Twitter questions? You got any more topics you want to No, that's all I had on the docket. Okay. This is the Twitter question section, guys. If you want to uh ask us or the guest host questions, we take them every week before the podcast. Fluff and I have our Discords. There's an ask new meta section. You can post in either one of those. You can tweet at either one of us. Um you can DM us as long as it's, you know, not inappropriate, right, Fluff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, we'll, you know, take your questions and ask them or answer them live on the podcast. Uh, that was an inside joke. Fluff got, almost got trolled super hard on Twitter. Yeah, I was in the Just Chatting directory on Twitch, which I don't do a lot. And I happen to have my Twitter up. And apparently you can just at people, like someone can just at Lord Fluffy nudes. And like it just pops up on my Twitter feed. And luckily I just switched tabs right before someone did that. And so like my phone blew up and I thought it was Lindsay. So I like pulled it up and just like dicks and ass. I was like, what the hell? And if that had happened like (laughs) one second earlier, I'd be banned right now. Which is crazy. Insane. So, you know, if you stream, don't have your Twitter open live stream ever 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 i because i'm sure i've done it before too it yeah was just like, you're crap. so safe in the diablo director like everyone's nice <laughs> oh, weird man <laughs> uh SVR would say something else right like, <laughs> yeah you get some trolls uh, I, sure I, i'm not sure if you know if you know the, these like uh comments that ser is getting and especially youtube it's really funny i don't know why but yeah everyone is nice in diablo but to svr no one is nice i feel like it's, well it's, he deserves uh, it you know <laughs> there you go SBR is one of the nicest guys I think I've ever met so it's kind of (laughs) people are mean to him Um, 
the the comments on YouTube are pretty. Always. I, I, yeah, I, I actually screenshot some of the horriblest, worst ones I've ever gotten just because they're so funny. You know, I'm just like, oh my god, did you really just type this? You know, yeah. so I, 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 I <laughs> we had a numlock guide, and someone just commented two weeks ago that like I was doctoring the video footage, and that's the only reason like the <laughs> numlock trick worked. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, of course. <laughs> so yeah. it sounds right. Uh, doctoring the video. Yep, tinfoil hat. Uh, Eddie yeah. said. Do you think they missed a trick with chakrams? Uh, with the quiver giving you hatred regen, it's technically a generator, so they could have buffed the items from chakram, and we'd see loads of twin chakrams spraying all around the scene, all around the screen. That's just nice. That for for the demon hunter set now. Yeah, I assume he's talking about the new demon hunter set. Um, um, and that's that's gonna happen. So it, it, it's not a primary skill though. So yeah. is it? I don't think it no. is. Yeah. It becomes a generator, but there's the other category of primary skills, mm. which are, you know, the actual uh, yeah. spells. Yeah. And uh, this is different. So, yeah, I don't think it's that talking about something. Yeah. It's not um, like you just really wanted Chakram and it didn't happen. Yeah. So it <laughs> yeah. I, actually, I mean, there's no support for Chakram anyway. So, you know, it would still be a bad right. setup. Like, there's nothing to do really. Onion said, with BlizzCon now canceled, what are you expecting from the D4 update blogs? You want to hit that one first, Moody? No, I would expect that they would probably try to show a bit more then, because you know everyone has been waiting for the big update on BlizzCon, I guess. Mm -hmm. So uh, they, they, they could even justify skipping the December update because of BlizzCon, for example. And they're like, oh, we just showed you the guys in the last month. You know, it's kind of like nothing, nothing really new. But then you know they have to do like a big thing on BlizzCon, of course, which is canceled now. And yeah. uh, in that case, they kind of have to yeah, they have to bring more. Like the last update. Yeah, it's nice to read a little bit about it. It's nice to see like this monster family and whatever they show there. And um, you know, it's, it's you know, it kind of keeps it in in the, in the back of your head. Oh, the other four is coming in. But uh, in the end, people want to see endgame. They want to see items. They want to see you know the skill tree. You know, whatever like cool new skills maybe. You know, what how can you play? You know, this is what really matters in the end. You know, and uh, you know they can add a little bit of fluff like the monsters and uh, the scenery and you know this is amazing but this is just filler you know um around the the, the core which is the gameplay and uh, they need to show gameplay or like you know gameplay systems you know like the items and so on um that, that actually matter yeah in every single update so i got a question yeah. for you woody like are you gonna pvp are you a big pvp fan <laughs> is that something that's i mean if it's if it's not gonna be like diablo 2 pvp where it's just like get one shot everywhere i don't know yeah I, I mean there is some skill involved obviously in the other two pvp but i think it's very gimmicky and it shouldn't be gimmicky to be you know it's not gonna be exciting if it's too gimmicky i can imagine myself playing pvp in diablo 4 if it's kind of like well balanced and fun but i'm not really looking much for that so do you we'll see uh pvp in, in wow or any yeah in, in wow i really like it but the thing is in wow you know everything is fucking balanced you know to to, to like the, the decimals you know like mm -hmm. wow is like a super balanced game you know for, for like what the what the kind of like variety of builds and 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 play styles it has and you know wow is insanely good in, in balance and uh doing something like similar in in the diablo game is uh is very hard to do so you know especially with these all these legendary effects with random drops you know this this is gonna be a nightmare 
And um, if you separate, they should 100% split it. You got PVE over here. You got PVP over here. Boom. Easy. Yeah, this is the only way to do it, right? So yeah. uh, in the Diablo 3, they could do something like that as well. You know, like we, there was like the, you know, like the, the, the big, the, the, uh, the big PVP uh, announcement, you know, way before it came out. And everyone's like super hyped because it looked really amazing. And then, you know, kind of didn't do anything with it, even though it had potential. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of sad. And maybe they're going to do that better in Diablo 4. So I, I look forward to that. You know, if you have kind of like these arenas or whatever other like PvP system, there could even be like multiple modes. And That's that would huge. definitely help to grow the player base as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's a huge endgame activity that to supplement like, okay, I'm burnt out on this PvE stuff. Let's go fight some people, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. So I, I really hope. Yeah, I, I even... Yeah. Battle Royale, like, you know, like there was this, I'm not sure if you guys have played this, but there was this PoE uh, Battle Royale. Uh, April Fools. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the, the, it was like only active for like a week or so, like, um, yeah, not last year or like the year before, I don't know. So you and, think a D4 uh, was, BR would be great? I, I, I think that could be amazing. So, <laughs> you know, this, this has potential. People really like BRs and, you know, going in there, you know, with like a fresh character and you have to, you know, kind of like grind your way and it's like this, you know, one hour game or whatever, or maybe half an hour or whatever talked about it. fluff and i have ranted about this on the podcast before and people think we're crazy because we're both like a br and d4 would be phenomenal be it would be so damn good d4 yes. would top slot in the directory on twitch forever yes <laughs> I, I, I can i can promise you if they make a br in diablo 4 it's gonna you know it's gonna blow everything away in pvp so it would, it would crush it it would because yeah. you could drop down naked every single game find what you find in these chests or loot from people you kill or monsters and start right? and build together you know what i mean and you're like okay okay wait wait wait. i just got a yang's recurve all right multi-shot and you're switching skills you're throwing things on to make this play and it, it would just be it would be so phenomenal yeah. it would be so fun and imagine like diablo spawning in at some point in all of this you know like just <laughs> fuck shit up yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that would be amazing you know, yeah. suddenly, this kind of like you know maybe, maybe instead of like these battle royale like kind of like uh decreasing the size of the zone you have like you know like a wave of demons coming yeah. in from all directions yeah. or you know some kind of so maybe you can fight them off even a little bit but not quite you know mm -hmm. i don't know <laughs> they could do so much cool stuff actually yeah. it, it would be crazy so i'm with you like God, i hope I hope that they actually attempt to try a BR, you know, yeah. like back there somewhere, they got a dev team. It's like, all right, let's do this BR thing. Let's make it happen. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. yeah that, could, that could be, that could be incredible. So, it's kind of like, you know, like you have this grindy main game and then people are kind of like, oh, I don't want to do this for now. Let's just go uh, BR until next season. Yeah. yeah. Even be gear dependent. You could be a brand new player and jump in a VR, and you have the exact same chance to win the game as anybody else that dropped in that game. You know, exactly. your skill is what matters. Not I'm five thousand Paragon, or I have all these perfectly rolled items. It's just like boom, we're playing. You know, yeah, exactly. And, and, and Poe has shown that this is you know possible and you know can be really fun. You know, like this, this was a huge success when Poe did this. Mm -hmm. Maybe. And, with it if somebody runs with it and it's successful i think other other games would, would be like okay well this is working let's try it you know i mean right now this is not a permanent game mode of qe right. and i think they're probably a little bit scared of kind of like um getting people stuck in the br you know like you know they want people to play the main game and yeah. not just play br you know, all day every day even though I'd, it should I'd play poe uh, uh, br i'd, I'd yeah. flip right now i'd be like dude let's do it if i get in 
I'm th- trying to yeah, learn. I, I, I could imagine that it's going to do it again, you know, like on, on in a kind of like an annual uh, no yeah. day or whatever. Right. And Event. that's it. And it, but in Diablo 4, if it's going to come out with BR, you know, kind of like in mind and with like from the start, it's kind of like, okay, here's your PvP mode, go ahead. Then there's going to be people that will play Diablo specifically for that. And, um, you know, in, in PoE, you know, they have, to, they have to risk of losing the player base to the Battle Royale mode. And then yeah. they never come back, you know, because eventually they're going to get burned out on Battle Royale as well. So I think yeah. that's the reason why it's not in PoE right now. But in Diablo 4, if you have it from the start, then, yeah, it's going to be its own kind of player base. So, well, hey, man. What was the original question? I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's what you expected for the D4 update blogs. Yeah, so to oh, go back yeah. to that, um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that's important for us that are really passionate about the game is, you know, the panels where the we get asked, like the creators get asked, the questions so like they're i feel like those are generally like more insightful than just like you know a, a like a stage panel because we just get like better i think answers to questions and two is the other thing that's the gap is like when the like one of the devs will sit down with one of the streamers and like just play the game i think that those are some of the most like when quinn's was like one of the most insightful interviews at uh blizzcon last year so i mean to lose that streamer developer interaction this year i think yeah. i think that that really sucks but maybe that's you know selfish thinking because i'm a streamer but we just got to get somebody on the podcast you know what i mean yeah like we'll submit the questions to you ahead of time like so you can <laughs> oh yeah like, I, get, get, get an extra like, dip that would be that would be nice pod, yeah. like i promise i won't ask you anything that's gonna yeah. piss you guys off you know we, sure. we especially fluff like he's trying right. to get in you know what i mean like <laughs> um i i don't know but yeah i the the d4 blogs um you know i i think that unless they've as they make more progress with the game we'll get more insightful blogs and with corona and everybody working from home and how big that team is and stuff like i don't expect this blog to be super crazy um i hope they touch on itemization a little bit i hope they touch on pvp and uh um skill skills like just there's so many things that they could touch on that would be awesome but i don't expect a crazy blog this time around i hope i'm wrong yeah yeah i mean it was really disappointing in terms of content like it was cool you know it was nice but it was kind of like not showing much so i i think i need to show more Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i I was a little you know if i'm being honest about it I, i was like okay if you would have told me that that last one was gonna be the last one we're gonna get for months then i probably would have had a different stance on it but like that was a part of a multiple like announcement in that quarter so i mean i thought it was just like bonus i think the one thing that didn't resonate with a lot of us was the talk about the couch co-op and stuff like that but um it was okay for what it was supposed to be i feel like but the fact that we haven't gotten one in a really long time now makes that last one seem very very shallow (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean, th- th- this was to be expected, though. Every few months, you know, it's once a quarter, so you know. But they came just... out and said, it's not, yeah. "But it's not what I expected." Because right. after BlizzCon, they were so vocal for that month or so, or maybe even two. It was yeah. like man, the D three team was all over it. The you know D four team was all over it. You had all kinds of of activity from so many people, and then it just kind of stopped. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. it dried up. So. Uh, that, that's true but i mean in the end they give us kind of like what they promised and yeah 
I mean, it would be nice to have more, maybe some, you know, some posts, maybe they're kind of like, oh, right now we're working on this, but you know, this is kind of like on the timeline. So probably this will take like four months until this part is done. So you can kind of like, you know, maybe do like smaller, you know, more, more insights into the actual development. You know? I would like to see more back and forth with the communities too, especially yeah. about itemization. Uh, exactly. So, so maybe there's like a, this big thread going with like a thousand replies and there's like, you know, like 20 of those are actually like blue posts and, you know, yeah. they're kind of like going back and forth. So yeah, that could be amazing. And it doesn't and even have to be super too, where like they can say, hey, this is what we're working on. What do you guys think? And then that's it. Yeah, they don't exactly. even have to respond to that because they can take exactly. all yeah. feedback. And it, they don't even have to try like finish items. They just have to say, okay, we, we thought about adding, you know, this, uh, this array of new stats and uh, they're going to do this and that. And what do you think about having something like this in the game? You know, whatever. So, yeah, and then this was already something. Later, like, hey, we took your feedback in, into account and now we're going in this direction. What do you guys think about this? And then see, there's, you know, I don't know. There's, there's a lot, uh, but... What do we do for the next blog? Do you guys, do you remember it all, Fluff, or? What, what, what do we do for that? What, what, what are we due for oh, another? It's at the end of June. June. End of June, okay. So we still, we got a month-ish. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> Demonic Grizz asked us, he says, uh, with the cancellation of BlizzCon, do you think that Blizzard can capture the hype of BlizzCon through a virtual ticket? Uh, I think most people probably. Yeah. I mean, for those of us that go to it, uh no like after going to one there's no way like if you've been you know that it's not the same man it's the the interactions meeting people shaking hands talking getting to like really see what somebody's like um hanging out like did the ho the, the hilton hotel lobby <laughs> after at nighttime it's just got like thousands of people crammed in this little area and you're all just hanging out yapping and it's um it's a blast man but Sure, I think for ninety percent of the people, then yep, probably so. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, yeah, for me, I, I've never been there. Like, I wanted to go there, but yeah, it's gonna be next year, I guess. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, like uh, I, I can totally understand that the hype is kind of like a little bit lower, but now that it's completely canceled. That's kind of the issue. So, not doing anything is a big mistake, I feel. Yeah, and uh, they, should, they should really try to uh, to do something about it yeah <laughs> really fast <laughs> so it's wild yeah. for me because like you know like, I, our first experience was 2018 which is like an all-time low for diablo yeah and then fast forward 2019 it's probably maybe one of the most hype diablo yeah. post cons will ever be so yeah. like, it would be it'd be weird to go there for like a normal year <laughs> i think it'd be hype for us until before <laughs> long sure 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 like because if we went this year, 2020, we still would have got D4 news and we would have been like, Fuck, this is awesome. We're playing the demo, you know, eight hours a day, just chugging the line. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, um, it's fun, man. I had I had such a good time at BlizzCon last year. So we'll, uh, you know, I, but the hype for most people is just to catch up. You know, most people are probably watching a news outlet like IGN or one of their, whatever their favorite news outlet is or their favorite content creator who covers the games they're into. So if you're into Diablo, then sure, it's going to be hype because they can put out info and we're going to be hyped up about it. Um, you know, or if you're into WoW, because this is a huge year for WoW with, with Shadowlands dropping. Um, so I don't, I don't know, man. And that's also another thing, like Shadowlands is supposed to drop before the end of 2020. Like they, they said multiple times that they're going to hit that timetable, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's part of that's a huge part of BlizzCon. Like, wow, is a 
huge staple. So if they drop all the juice, like what are they going to talk? They have this virtual thing in you know January, February, March. Wow, is going to already have dropped its its big bigness. So I don't know. No, I mean typically in the in the years where they released the WoW expansion, they're kind of just talking about uh, you know like the first patch or whatever, kind of like showing a bit there, and that's it. So what the WoW is not really a big highlight than anyway. So. You know, like every other year, there's going to be the WoW expansion reveal. That's hype. And, you know, the years in between are kind of like, okay, <laughs> business as usual, you know? Right. So this would be like this now. So this would be business as usual anyway, but we would have to D4 to, like, you know, with probably like a lot more to show. And that would be the, the big highlight, I guess. And Overwatch 2 also, like, I haven't heard a lot about it. I haven't kept, tried to keep track of Overwatch 2 really, but I haven't heard a, a crazy amount of, of info on that i kind of expected it to be out within a year but we'll see Do we actually know when it's coming i don't think so but i don't know again i haven't really actively looked for overwatch 2 infos yeah the, the, the things of, with all watch have to they have to polish a lot you know i think that's, that's really what's taking like, like probably 80 percent of the, the development time there you know, yeah, like we played it, it, and it was it was snooze fest for me. Like I love Overwatch; I'm an Overwatch fan. Just to jump in and play it, but playing the PVE content after being like I'm a big Destiny fan and Division fan, and <laughs> I play a lot of shooters. And then when I played it, I was like, I was before the demo was even done, I was done with it. I'm like, okay, this. Is <laughs> so, I I felt really, and I was pretty excited for it. So I really hope that they they do some more with um with Overwatch. Yeah. I hope the polished, more polished version is a lot more fun. So, um, I, I imagine, yeah, I, I played like some of these PVE events I have like for holidays and so on, and they're always like kind of eh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's maybe one of them has like a fun, like I really like the one of the Halloween emotes ones where I had like a team of four and they mm-hmm. had to fight like Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, I remember that one. Was, Frankenstein. Uh, it's okay um, for like, an, like an hour or something, but you yeah, can't. Exactly. You do this a few times. Yeah. So, uh, McNubu says, would it be cool if if and when they make the Netflix series for the story to end where Diablo 4 starts? So I guess it would be filling that gap from D3 to D4. Oh, yeah, I think that would be a pretty good idea, actually. I, yeah. I would assume that's probably what they were going to do, unless there's like a retelling of all the story or something. I think it was bridging the gap from Immortal to D3. Mm, is it, did they say that? I mean, that, that, that seems... that's why it was canceled. I don't know. I'm just trolling a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'd be super awesome. So I don't know if any of you guys ever played Final Fantasy 15 when it came out. Nope. Um, they did an animated series for Final Fantasy 15 before it came out, and it told like the story leading up to the game. And it was, uh, I don't remember how many episodes it was, but it was uh, enough. And I watched that, and it was it got me super hyped. And also... It gave me a bunch of background information that you didn't get from playing the game. So when a game started, I'm already like, oh, I know who this guy is because he was in the animated show. Mm. So I think it would be really, really cool if they did that, especially for, you know, us nerds that really are into it. We're going to we're going to have that extra info, you know. Sure. Well, I think it's actually the other way around. So a show would be good for the non-nerds, you know, those that have no clue that uh, might not even know Diablo, but you know, if it becomes a great show, it's like worth yeah. watching, even if you don't care about franchise and anything, then this can potentially get people into the game. Yeah, I mean, it can do both. It could be, it's it's good regardless. So I don't I don't think it has yeah. to lead up to the D4 story, but it would be cool if it did to me personally. Like imagine, imagine they release uh, 
a Diablo TV series, a TV show that is, you know, like on the level of Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. You know, that, you know we have like millions of people watching it and, you know, this, this would be incredible. And, well, it, you know, I, kind of like... Yeah, Real World is Witcher. Did you watch Witcher on Netflix? I haven't yet, but uh, I'm, I'm, I was planning to. So, yeah, I heard I know, so many good things. And I watched it. And I hadn't really played any of the Witcher games. And after that, I went and bought Witcher 3 because of the show. Like, I was like, oh, this was good. Let's check the game out. And I yeah. played the game for like maybe 30 hours. And it was cool. It was fun. But 100%. It's campaign fluff. You wouldn't like it. Would. <laughs> I, yeah. Lore, I honestly still think that like campaigns just kind of a waste of time. But. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, excuse me. Oh, Fluff is once a blast. Yeah, yeah. Campaign, no lore. Just yeah. like put it. It's B, it's it's D four B R. Like that's just the name of the title. I mean, D4BR. you play through the campaign one time <laughs> ever. Just <laughs> you waste so much time on it. But I get I, it. People love I, their lore. I agree. Like I, you know, I play. I haven't played through the D three campaign in. I can't even tell you how many years it's been since I played the campaign. I mean, we blazed through it for the speed achievement before. But it's, you know, we, you're not paying attention to it. You're just rocking it as fast as you can. So, yeah. um, uh, Razbull says, does BlizzCon cancellation mean that now we cannot expect any new releases this year, Immortal or Remaster? Or do you guys feel that those things are still on the table? Mm, I think I that, think both yeah. This year, so, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's anything to do with BlizzCon. You know, they can't, can't plan to cancel BlizzCon, but... The games are still coming, so yeah, especially I Immortal. I don't know, man. I don't think Remaster was probably going to get dropped this year, anyways. I think it might have been revealed at BlizzCon, and potentially maybe at BlizzCon they would have been like, "Yo, you could buy it next week or something." I can't imagine them not saving that juice for BlizzCon hype, though. Um, and Immortal, oh God, I don't even know what to expect. So on the the. Uh, earnings call, they said that it was going to alpha test or beta test or some kind of test this summer. So maybe a 2020 release. Well, that and would have BlizzCon. I did you know. see the tweet from Diablo a couple weeks ago now as they were looking for people's favorite mobile creators? Oh, yeah. They were, yeah. Yeah. And that's obviously it. for, I saw it. I would assume for a more obviously, you're my favorite mobile creator. Man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah, big into oh. like, I, I, I was thinking about trying a model, maybe not on the phone, but you know, like I don't know how, how would you set it up? But um, yeah, that's probably a way to do it, and uh, yeah, that, that would be maybe fun to, to actually see the game once at least. And mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> it was okay. Like, with Fluff and I played it, like, I, I'm not, I can't, yeah. I can't honestly shit all over it because it was um, a Diablo experience mm -hmm. that was um. It, monetization is going to make or break that game, in my opinion. If they can figure out a way, and and there's no good answer, because if they make it free-to-play with microtransactions, I don't know how good that'll be. And if they make it a pay up front for the, for the title, I don't think they would sell any copies, which would probably kill it right there. So I don't know how they win this monetization battle, but um, the game itself was okay. Fluff and I played two different... Uh, iterations of it at 2018 and 2019 BlizzCon. It was definitely more polished in the, the 2019 BlizzCon, and it was okay. We played it on iPads, so it had a big, nice screen, and it was okay. Yeah, I think I don't, that I don't it's hard because I, I feel like no matter what happens with the game, NA is like very rooting for that game to fail 
like so yeah. much so that i would say that i have one probably the most in-depth uh diablo immortal like reviews because like we played it you know you and i played it like a ton even if yeah. we were upset um nobody was in line right next to it. and like so i gave it a five out of ten and i still got called like a shill and people were like shitting all over it and like it's just like <laughs> and the five out of ten is not a great score it's honestly. not it's a fail so so uh i would give it higher than a five out of ten but well, that was the first year yeah yeah i you know after playing it in a 19 as far if you compare it in the mobile genre if you compare it to what it is you can't compare it to a pc game sure. or even a playstation game because or, or switch game it's not that it's a mobile game as far as mobile games go it was probably like the best mobile game i've probably ever played you know it i think they they nailed that is it something that i'm gonna put a thousand hours into no I, probably not but i haven't seen the finished product but the monetization is like the reason they're making the game is for money. Obviously, they make all their games for money, but the phone market, especially, um, I don't know how the, how they do that. I don't know how they get that right, and um, that's something that I good luck, Wyatt. Like I don't know, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be rough. So. Yeah, I'm not uh, even sure if I have any games on my phone. I think the last time I played something, on my phone was like on a Nokia. I played Snake. Or something like that, you know, just like Listen, Snake was awesome on the Nokia's back in the day. Yeah, it was it was amazing, but you know, this was like 15 years ago, so um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Let's see what games I have on here. I have, none, yeah. <laughs> I, have I have I have Pokemon Go, uh, but it's not downloaded. My phone offloaded it because I haven't opened it in so long. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon Go, I think, is the only game I have on here. I have none. No. Yeah, nothing. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, I used to play Hearthstone, but now I'm just like I told you, just like why am I doing this? Yeah, <laughs> like, Hearthstone is like really appealing, but then I yeah. play it and I don't have the cards. I don't have I money don't to be throwing money to buy yeah. cards. So therefore, I'm gonna like be I I can't be competitive. So I I am out. It's happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last question, well, we got two more questions. Dan says, uh, will you be upset if the new set is played with the six-piece Natalia? I don't know how you can play the new set with the six. Maybe you mean play like six-four. Six, yeah. Um, but I think we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about this, and it's not going to happen anyway. So, yeah. So. There you go. I you hope you're upset, but in the end, yeah. You heard it's it. Not gonna happen anyway. It's not going to happen. We did just says, not going to happen. Not, <laughs> now, once rank one on the leaderboard, do we message you or? <laughs> <I'm kidding>. yeah. <laughs> you can quote me; it's fine. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> okay, there you go, dude. Um, and then now, this is the most important question of the night. There is definitely a right or wrong answer to this. Uh, this is this is something we ask every guest that comes on the show. Oh, so Papada. Bacon or sausage? Uh, I'd say bacon. Yes! <laughs> Still batting a thousand. Fluff loses again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so much. The bacon. It. <laughs> oh god. We had so much in common, we DJ. We had we were we were clicking, it was working. My man, dude. Listen. Yeah, he has a fucking bacon mood. So oh we're I know we're, we're we're boys now with DJ for life. Thank you for that. <laughs> um 
Yeah. That's that's all the questions we have, guys. If you want to, I mean, okay. If if I can uh, say something about this, I probably eat more sausage than bacon, but I probably prefer bacon. You know? So it's kind of like uh, it's okay. The well, thing is, I don't really eat much of either. So. <laughs> <laughs> but when when I eat, it's probably I, I, I more regularly eat sausage. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. I guess it's better. <laughs> okay. It, does it help, Fluff? Does it make the loss? No. <laughs> If you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, uh, like I said, our Discord channels, they're in the YouTube comments below. If you're live, you can type exclamation points at Discord or exclamation point P-Child. You can get them there. Um, Wadijo, tell the audience where they can find you, where they can catch your, you know, YouTube's, Twitter's, Twitch, all the things, man. Where can we find you at? Yeah, I mean, I'm mainly active on Twitch and YouTube. So I have my yeah, Twitch channel. I'm currently live every single day. And at uh, twitch.tv slash Woodyjo, just my name. Uh, YouTube, you can also find me with just Woodyjo. I have uh, a lot of, especially Diablo content, some Bolson content. I'm going to plan on doing some PoE stuff as well uh, in the near future. And um, yeah, I mean, you can just link that here, I guess. Awesome. Uh, so just my name. You're going to find me on YouTube and Twitch. I don't really use Twitter very much. I have a Discord that is quite active, especially for Diablo. So you can ch come check that out if you want. There's lots of, you know, discussions, talk, questions, whatever. So um, you find that also, like, in, in my YouTube videos, there's a link. So in the description, you find it on any video. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. I know it's, like, uh, what, 6 in the morning now for you. So thanks for staying yeah. up all night, <laughs> uh, ruining your day. You're going to sleep all day now. But uh, really appreciate you having, having you on. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, thank you. If you guys want to catch more of me, I'm the P Child. You can catch me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all the places. Just search for the P Child. Yeah, yeah. I'm Lauren underscore Fluffy. Double those underscores on the Twitter. We'll see you guys next week for episode 102. Peace out. Peace.